Rated T for teen. Please be the right game club. Please be the right game club. Please be the right game club. This is Achievement Hunting 101. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Poof, and it is good to be back as the rightful, not fake host of the show. Hey. No. <laughs> <laughs> now with me, back. <clears throat> I'm back in the saddle again. I'm back. Backstreet's okay, back. back. All right. I was just like, had it like a hiccup, and I was like trying not to like get a little bit of phlegm up. That was for Fug. Right there. Fug told <laughs> so, me he likes when I sing, so <laughs> that, that was for him. But yes, back with me to make the average age... Yeah, forget it. Joining <laughs> me is Nate NL. What is up, guys? Wow. I had a joke and Ageism. it got messed up, so screw it. <laughs> I'm just skipping over that. You're here to lower the age average? Is that what you mean? Yes, that's what he was trying to say. Yes. He's age-shaming us. I am age-shaming <laughs> you. ageist. Shaging... <laughs> Yeah, but forget like, it. Like ages yeah, coming wing. from L, who said I wasn't a real girl. <laughs> no, I didn't say that in front of everyone, just in front of the patrons. <sighs> Man, so the patron- not a real girl. You should be in the kitchen if you were a real girl, not playing video games. <laughs> Making me up. Sandwich. I I I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> as this far is away as you can. It's achievement related. <laughs> <laughs> I so um, I had Sarah, a who is a real girl. How has your week been? How have it's, you been? It's been good. It's been uh, actually quite relaxing, quite nice. Uh, I did some well, things good. besides not gaming. So it it's was, been so was long since nice. we talked to you. <laughs> yes, so long. Um. So yeah, it's it's been a good week. Uh, let me look at my list here because I have old people brain as well, just like you, Kenny. Uh, hey. So this week I had the ambition of, hey, I'm going to start on you know my Game Pass games. Like I said last time I was on the show, I did go back to one of them. I played The Gardens Between for about 10 minutes, uh, got distracted, and ended up playing uh, <laughs> Letter Quest instead. <laughs> Got distracted. <laughs> yes. Sounds like got bored and decided to go to leather. leather it quest. was like I kind I like the graphics. It's a Gardens Between is very pretty. I like the premise. You know, the boy and the girl reuniting <laughs> back together, and the puzzles are clever. But it's just boring. It's so repetitive. It you say? looks incredibly boring. <laughs> Wait, use a guide. How yeah, much guide, bo- more boring can it get? Guide user. It requires a lot of text reading. <laughs> what letter <It's>... quest? <laughs> yeah, we're playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I was thinking gardens between. My bad. No, the gardens between. I was using a guide, but it's not a good game to play when I'm like really tired and not paying attention. So yeah, that's when I ended up switching to letter quest. Oh, I hate when people don't pay attention. What game were you talking about again? Um, I think she was talking about Uno. Damn it. Oh, that sold me out. You sold me out. <laughs> sold me up the river. Um, 
So yeah, still chipping away at letter class. Letter quest. I was able to uh, knock out a ton of uh, miscellaneous achievements on that. I've been really, really enjoying the game. And L, I have not been using a guide for letter quest. You shouldn't. What are you going to use? A jumbled <laughs> solver? This game is so easy. Well, actually, yeah. Some people Most do. games are because people are fucking stupid. Really? Come on. <laughs> Oh, nope. Kenny's writing down the time. There's yeah. one sensor. <laughs> when I said, fuck. come on. Fantastic. Letter Quest was actually really fun, and, and there was all yes. different weapons and stuff. And Yes, I, I have really a very Christmas looking scythe, and it's really sweet. Oh, there was a, a guy and a, a girl. There was RPG elements that made it good. Yes, Other, it's, it's been really fun. RPG? And there's some decent humor in there, too. Okay. The descriptions of all the enemies were, were funny. Yes, yes, they have been. It has been funny and fun. Um, so another game that's probably up Nate's alley that I've been playing, thanks to RTDL, I've been sucked into all these games. But uh, the last game I ended up playing for RTDL was Torchlight, and that has been really fun. Like that's pretty much all I've been playing. So I'm very close to the end. I'm like in the last dungeon. Um, I've been taking my dear sweet time with it, really enjoying it, and I don't think I'm going to have to grind too much for the fame because I took so long to get down to the end of the dungeon. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's been really good. I haven't played very many dungeon crawlers, and this kind of piques my interest in the other ones. But how many hours did you put into it? Uh, I'm guessing I'm at probably about 10 to 12 right now. Oh, cool. Because I think but, I played yeah. this on the... I think I played it on the PC, and then I think I got it for the 360, and then never played it, because I don't think I've gotten a, a single achievement in it yet. <clears throat> I remember it's easily diveable. Yes. Mm. Maybe but, I and I easily in, diveable, and I, yet Nate still hasn't gotten an July achievement. July yeah. 2013 is when I dived it, probably during an actual bean dive. Change your pet by feeding it fish. Yeah. That yeah. would be a bean dive. 10 to but, 12 hours is the completion estimate. So why aren't you done, Sarah? Yeah, because yeah, I'm user. enjoying it and playing it for fun. There we go. Without, oh boy, without a guide. Did um, I guess RTDL's over with, so it's okay to play. So, for fun now. are you gonna get the sequel? Yes, I would like to, but it's this... co-op. Maybe it does have co-op. Yep. But the thing is, though, I think it's the struggle with most of us is we have such a huge backlog that why am I going to keep buying more and more and more, especially at full price? When why? Yep. Especially if you have Game why Pass. Why ask why? Yeah. So, well, what else are you going to spend your money on? Uh, purses, apparently. Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I guess you are a real girl. Wow. <laughs> I thought you were going to say formula. Jeez. That's what I can Utensils for the Diapers. Kitchen? Yeah. Purses. <laughs> yeah, diapers you put and your formula. Controllers in there. <laughs> yeah, those are the things you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I do buy a few of those things food, you know, that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, pay for my house, essential things. Um, so I had the honor of doing a impromptu human fall flat boost with Walk a Pale over the weekend. That was very, very delightful. Uh, <laughs> She's got the terminology. I was going to say delightful. You, you yes, Angel Waka lived up to his name. So he started it very late in his time and was kind Sweet. enough to drag seven of us through almost the entire game again. Uh, he said he was only going to do a few levels at first. He was really tired and needs to go to bed. But he's like, oh, I'll just do another one. Oh, I'll do another <laughs> one. 
and in another one we're like it's fine go to bed but he ended up taking us through almost the entirety of the game so i'm now sitting at like 51 of 54 achievements in the game and i have literally done nothing (laughs) what a gentleman Yes, he was a gentleman, and he even gave me tips like, hey, go drown yourself ten times. That's an achievement. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a minute. Could you go fishing? Um, You can fish as in, like, throw your own body in there, and <laughs> someone can pull you out. Yes. What is it? Um, I was actually Noodling, I think it is, where you, like, put your fingers in the water, and you do this, right. and, try, and wait that, for the fish to bite him, that, and you pull him that out. Was, that was disturbing. Yeah, that was that was reminiscent of our pre of the Patreon segment. So <laughs> I wish that would have came up during a Patreon segment. That would have been so even better. I was part of the session as well. And I started off in party and I was trying to watch football and I would come back and forth between the party and every time I would put the headphones back on the headset, I would hear Walker yelling at Kingsman, can you please help me? <laughs> yes. And then Kingsman would be yelling at you, Sarah, and I don't know what you did wrong, but Kingsman's got a very bad temper to be yelling at you like that. <laughs> he actually could not keep his hands off of Thomas's character. Anytime I looked over at I was Thomas's wondering where that was going. Screen, oh my. Kingsman was all up in Thomas's grill. Like, I don't know what, yeah, apparently Kingsman has a thing for Thomas, because, yes, mean, he always, one of his, his characters always going up to Thomas and uh, putting his sticky hands all over Thomas and dragging him <laughs> around. Jeez. <laughs> hey, even Waka described them as sticky oh hands. Oh, my gosh. That's what they are. <laughs> I... <laughs> D- <laughs> What is this show tonight? Made him <laughs> blush. Him. We might need some new boosting guidelines. So, um... <laughs> hashtag me too. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, uh, played my usual gems of war. Um, for the other seven other listeners that care and play this game. There is new, DC, new DLC coming out in, approximately in two weeks. That's insane. So, yeah, apparently soul grinding is going to be a lot harder. So if you need to rack up souls, you should probably do that now. And they're completely changing the explore mode. So if you're grinding for trait stones that way, you might want to hop on that and do that before the update. Well, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. And I am playing Gears Pop, but I we can wait to do our Gears Pop segment later. So, or are you do it now and get it out of the way. <laughs> no, Redemption no, heard... said more pop, so we need to do a whole segment just for him. Yeah, we can come back to it. You guys have listened to me talk long enough. She now she's self conscious. <laughs> All right, yeah, be quiet. It's not like someone coined it P-tarding or anything. Yeah, stop P-tarding. Get your little achievement fest shirt. Quiet. Go make me a ham and cheese. And Star Wars pajama pants. Heck yeah. Naughty little girl. <laughs> what the f- <laughs> Nathan. <laughs> yes. I am a naughty little girl. You are correct. That's who I was talking to, of course. What the hell? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I played some played games. played video games. <laughs> <laughs> I played some God. video games. 
Oh. <laughs> uh, once RTL was done, I <laughs> wanted to go back and, and do some of my backlog as well. Uh, and then I said, you know, backlog or just <sighs> for fun. And uh, Why not you know, both? What's more fun than Dead Cells? So A lot of things. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh boy. It's so good. It's so good. So being able to play Dead Cells without, um, you know, being under the gun and having to uh, manage time was great. I went in and I got, um, let's say, like three or four achievements that uh, I hadn't gotten before. Um, and the, got the spider rune, which is nice. So now I can climb walls, and that's going to open up a lot more. <laughs> it's going to open a lot more um, <laughs> places that I can go to, which will make getting some other achievements uh, possible now, uh, which is nice. And um, I tried and failed at the save state trick for Dead Cells because I accidentally got all the way to the Hand of the King, which is, I think, the last boss. Um, and there is a save state trick in Dead Cells on the Xbox. I don't think it works on the PC, uh, where when you hit the guide button... Um, Master race. When you come back from the guide button, so you, you, you hit go to the dashboard and you come back into the game, that's when your save state is saved. It's when you come back. Um, so then, uh, if you don't take if you if you're not going to win or you're going to die in the middle, rather than having to do an entire run, you wait f- to die. So you, as soon as you see that your health is done and you see like you have died, you want a dashboard, get out of it, shut the game down, bring it back up. When you do that, you'll be back at the place where you first pressed the guide button. I didn't do that. I did it at the wrong time, and instead I came back at the uh, the starting point for the game. So. I need to practice that to get the timing down because that's going to help with the no death uh, and the no hit um, achievements. So that is something I want to do in the future. Uh, I don't want to just only play Dead Cells. So I played some other things. Um, That's something I'll have to keep in mind. Yes. I just double checked because I recently downloaded this game because it is a Microsoft Rewards Quest to play some Dead Cells. So. The first couple, I'll be starting that soon. I think you only need two achievements, and you can get two achievements pretty easily. You know, getting to the first zone, and then if you just kill yourself with an elevator in the second zone, uh, you're good to go. Um, then uh, Carnage and other people mentioned a game that had a, a exploit that may or may not have been patched, or you know, maybe was going to be patched because the developer was talking about it, and that's uh, something something in Elena Temple. And um, it's a $5 game. And there was a... Legends of the Atlanta Temple. There's an exploit at the very beginning of the game. It only has two levels right now. The developer is going to add a third, which is going to have achievements. That came from Carnage. He was talking to him, and maybe I shouldn't have said that, so can he edit this out? Um, And there's, (laughs) there's an exploit where you can jump out the top of the level. And if you're playing the first level, you can run all the way to the right and jump off and keep holding right. And you'll eventually go through a little uh, hole in the floor, which ends the level. And that will get you about four or five achievements. Um, and some of those would be really difficult. Uh, you know, not shooting more than 20 times and something else, like getting all the coins. I don't know. Uh, basically some stuff that would have been <laughs> difficult. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I want to see if that's possible for the second level. And you load up the second level, you do the exploit. Well, now on the right is a huge wall. So I was like, okay, let's just jump off to the left. And sure enough, <laughs> you jump off to the left and you keep holding left and you land on the top of a, a level and you can drop down into the hole and complete the level. <clears throat> but the achievement didn't pop for completing the second level. And so the developer is 
toying with the idea of, you know, does he leave them in? Does he change them? Does he give you something else for doing them? So uh, you might want to do that now. I don't think he's in any rush to get those out. But if you want to get those difficult ones out of the way, um, go ahead. I think once you're done that, it's only like two to three hours of actual play to get everything else cleaned up. Yeah, it looks like you got uh, died 20 times maximum during a playthrough. Finish yes. the game in less than 40 minutes. Shoot less yep. than 100 bullets during a playthrough. Dispose of maximum 20 enemies. Yep. So, you know, since you didn't shoot anybody and so, you didn't yeah, that, kill that anybody. Sounds easy. <laughs> yeah. So that those are, you know, going to be more difficult. <laughs> and uh, uh, the yeah. game still has a healthy 1.6 uh, ratio. What's the play? Player count on 217. <laughs> 55 yeah. completions, but um, <laughs> well, guess everyone developer, else. He said he saw a noticeable bump uh, once the exploit was announced. So, Uptick. you know, for, for a small developer, yeah, for a small developer, you know, the achievement community can definitely <laughs> move the needle. Um, so, uh, yeah, ACA. Okay. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, the developer does actually have, or it may have closed, but he did have a vote on what the players thinks that he should do with it, patch it, new content, or just leave it as it is. Um, I didn't see what the result was of it because I do not have a Twitter. So I wanted to vote to keep it open because I think that's really cool that the developer is actually asking that. And, you know, it definitely attracts us gamers. But, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I would Mm -hmm. would maybe want him to close it so that uh, the TA goes up. But um, <laughs> other than that, uh, no, I think exploits are kind of cool. And the fact that he accidentally left this one in there is fun. Yeah, totally. Um, Accident. Yeah. So. Um, that so, is not a Kenny game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not so bad. When, when you're playing it for real, you can go from room to room and you can die as many times as you want. So once you get, once you do the exploit, the, the rest of it's just, you know, forcing your way through all the rooms. So. So can uh, you get like make this full screen or is it have to be on like the I think it has to be in that reduced mode because um, this is a game I, I believe I could be totally wrong on this I believe it was ported um, from you know a, an older game that he had written or it's supposed to be a throwback uh, to that old style of game um, if you don't know what this is like imagine the rare replay games that were garbage um, where you're <laughs> going from room to room. I think they were like the, uh, the it was the werewolf one, saber or whatever. Uh, so it's it's like that, but I think a little bit better. And you don't have that um, you don't have that third uh, dimension that you're walking in. Um, I guess it would be second dimension. Math is weird. Um, so <laughs> once I was done with the land temple, and it didn't take me very long. I did that in about five to ten minutes uh, on Saturday or Sunday. Uh, I saw that uh, Chewy. <clears throat> had challenged me to complete uh, Bridge Constructor so he could finish it first, and he hadn't made any progress on it. And I was like, you know what? I just want to <laughs> get that game done. And I think the last time he challenged me, I didn't even do anything. So I'll just go ahead and I'll do that. <laughs> and so I spent a couple of hours over the course of like three days uh, just using a guide and, and completing all the levels. So um, boring. <clears throat> yeah, that game's not great. It's not great. Uh, to use a guide on that, uh, and you definitely want to have a podcast or something going on in the background, or you're just gonna you're gonna hate it. Um, so like yeah, a that game's or, or gossip girl. No, it just pictures. There's just pictures, pictures of the solutions that work, um, and there's so multiple sometimes. solutions. There are multiple solutions that could work, but these ones 
for the most part, all worked pretty well. There were one or two that, you know, I think the guide even said, these are iffy. Um, so if it doesn't work, just try it again and just try it again and just try it again. And eventually uh, it should work. And I had a couple, I, two or three that uh, that were that way. They were just kind of like luck-based. There's a little bit of randomness to, you know, will this truck explode? Will it not explode? Um, That's the annoying part about that game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the most annoying part is when you complete the level and they honk at you. They're like, honk, honk. Uh, it's, it's very <laughs> You're annoying. You're not wrong. At, at one in the morning when you, know, you have people in the house trying to sleep and yeah, I probably should have turned the sound off, but um, so yeah, just so thought it was a, traffic. No big deal. So that game is done, and I think Chewie responded to it. Uh, the fact that uh, our challenge was over with a what? <laughs> You're actually doing it. Um, so, and then uh, I decided, you know what? Um, with all my free time, not trying to cram stuff in for RTDL, I'm actually going to start uh, walking on the treadmill again. Uh, so I started walking on the treadmill uh, in the mornings, and the best type of gaming for that are like the word games like letter quest or uh, spell tower um, or things like oxen free and firewatch um, basically ones where I, I don't want to oh, use a, guide. a walking sim while you're walking. Well, I didn't think oh. about that. Yeah, exactly. I see what you did <laughs> there. Player. So rather than, rather than following a guide or doing something where I have to um, like move around the screen, I've tried to play like fighting games while I'm walking on the treadmill and it's just going to end in blood. There's just going to be blood, <laughs> so much blood uh, on the floor. So I figured I shouldn't do that. So I, I play things that don't Stream really require this if it happens. moving around the screen so much. So, um, so yeah, I've been playing oxen free a little bit and uh, I got out of the cave. So that's good. Um, and I got to the first part where uh, you have to do things over again. And I was like, what? So I'm, I'm just, uh, I want to finish this before game club is done so that I can, uh, listen to it a little bit and kind of uh, see what's going on. But uh, I think a, a initial playthrough is like three hours, so I have a couple more, a couple more days. I think I'll be done. So you're on your first run of this game, right, Nate? Yes, totally, okay. totally. Yeah, and I just discovered because I was just like, you know what? I should probably see if I'm doing this the right way. And I went through and I looked. And I'm like, oh well, I may have, I may have to do four runs because I've just been choosing whatever I feel like choosing. No, uh, you want is, to keep it that way. You want to keep it totally organic. Yeah, your first I was just about to ask. That's that. how I like to do things, but I don't think I want to do four playthroughs. But luckily, uh, wait a I, minute, Sarah. Like to... You admitted to using a guide on your playthrough. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but then I I got rid of it, Doubt. and I didn't and I didn't play with Thomas anymore either. Mm. I like to think of myself as a nice guy. So <laughs> when I'm when I'm playing the game, I tend to take the nice guy answers. Like She's take people's up. feelings into consideration. Don't be a jerk, you know. Uh, unless I'm playing a Star Wars game, and then then I know for a fact I'm doing the I'm doing the good side, and then I'm doing the dark side. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, this game I just I tend to have the nice answers and not try to be a jerk. And I know that there are different ways to approach that. So mm-hmm. then you could do uh, bad so, person, right? And then silent. I'm fine with doing bad and silent. You know, that's not a problem. But like the first run through, I was like, I'm just going to do this organically and just do what I feel like I want to do if I was this person. Uh, and so hopefully I haven't right. locked myself out of certain achievements that will require a fourth run. Uh, and I might just, I might just peek and see, okay, well, did I do that? Or should I just go? And I'm not really sure what I'm going to do about that yet. So, Well, well, don't worry, Nate. If you get stuck, uh, the last two or three episodes of uh, our podcast have a uh, game club. Uh, the, the, the same game club. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for the shot. 
Well, yeah, that way I won't have to back up. I can just you listen, can just to, listen to it over and, that over, makes and sense. over and then after we're done talking, you can listen to it again. I was waiting for the shot. I knew it was coming. <laughs> oh, no, you, you did great, it, it, it is fitting with the game, though, that you did accidentally put the same one in again because, I mean, it, it works with the whole, you know, time loop hey, everybody's concept. Afraid. I can't, can't do this. Can't do that. I was, I, was, you. I was saying it was fitting. It was... I wasn't complaining. It's very clever. It's very meta. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. I'm I sure thought, that's... I heard Sorry, Guitar bribed you to do that so she could be on <laughs> three episodes in a row somehow. That's what I heard. <laughs> yes, that is my goal in life, apparently. I think. Oh, speaking of goals, it made, uh, talking Boy. about Chewie made me think of that. So I challenged him to overtake his completed games. And then he threatened to rip my arms off. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. Yeah. (laughs) And Fighter Chip did not take too well to my goals. In fact, he even declined some of my uh, invitations. What? Wow. Wow. That's rude. Why? I know. I appreciate it. Thank you, Nate. Yeah. She's trying to overtake me in uh, achievements earned. Yeah, I, I've set a lot of goals recently. Yeah. It's been kind of fun finding, like, you know, because some of, you know, my gaming friends, like, I'm not even remotely close in gamer score. Like, it's just not even possible for me to catch up. Or I know the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> some so I'm just, like foof, I was going to say, yeah. See, so I'm trying to find, like, stats that I can kind of overtake some of my other friends in. And with being completed games and my percentage being my strong point, I've just been kind of looking for, you know, ways to kind of give myself some incentive to take over some other people on TA. Fog, I'm still coming for you. Well, he's probably yelling at the cloud somewhere. You could catch him pretty easily. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, that's been fun. And just watching Chip's reaction to all those goals. Because <laughs> apparently everybody needs to overtake his completed games count. <laughs> <laughs> and then say, Chip, you suck. <laughs> you, you don't need any reason Thank to say you, that. Thank you, Al. You could just say that at any time. I'm sorry. Chip, Chip, you suck, is what? Yes. Yes, I may have said that on TA after jumping into an unattainable goal. What is his completed count? Seven. No, 487. <laughs> Darn. Dang, I got a long way to go. He's out of reach for me. <laughs> they need to keep coming out with trials games to keep him busy. <laughs> <laughs> but he eventually completes those too. So, yeah, I think I'm at still at 457 right now. So I have a little bit to catch up to him as well. Keep using his guides and you'll get there. <laughs> I'm almost starting to regret that I have made that known. <laughs> Why? Part of your charm. <laughs> you gotta have some sure. charm. I I try. Dang. I just thought well, it was all then. the golden chest, but I just you see know. If, oh, that's supposed to come up later. <laughs> oh, sorry. I mean, I mean, it already came up for Foof when it, thinking about your golden chest. But <laughs> other than that, look, he's blushing again. How is it possible for Casper to blush? I just see him writing down a timestamp for when he's going to go back. He's not going to edit this out. He's too lazy. He's going to just put oxen free. Let's going to see what. We'll see what mood I'm in tomorrow when I'm editing. So if all of a sudden there's just this long, just 
blank and you <laughs> and you hear this right now, you know I edit something out that L said. I could see your long blank right now, actually. <laughs> so what games did you play this past week, Kenny? <laughs> Oh my god, what is this show? <laughs> I think that's like the fourth or fifth time I've said that between the Patreon stuff and this. Holy crap. You started it. I did not... I played uh, Final Fantasy VII this week. I'm... Great. So I've really only played two games worth mentioning. I actually had kind of like an annoying heart attack-ish inducing week with games. So... Before I get to anything, Al, where are you at in Final Fantasy VII? Um, you know that part where um, climb the tower and um, jump off and you die, and then <laughs> you fall in the marsh, and then the chocobo saves you, and he goes quack quack, and then you go and then he kills you, and then it's over. Side note, I love the Chocobo music on Final Fantasy XIII. <laughs> it sounds like you're at a classy casino. Oh, okay, yes, I, I look up I'm very 13. classy. Okay, I'm just wondering because I'm waiting for you to beat this game because I'm interested in what your thoughts are. Oh, man. But I know I'm probably going to be waiting I'm, a very long time. You just got, yeah, I'm still up to where we got Yuffie. Yuffie, but okay. But How do you I'm, know? How do you know? Because Jap- I'm, it's Japan, it can be pronounced anything. It's probably go look. Go watch Maria. the movie. Go oh, watch the that, movie. Uh, Advent, Advent Children. Children. Yeah, I did twenty years ago. I fell asleep on it. I heard it was awful. Everyone says it's it's awful. I must be the only person that actually enjoyed it. It's pretty but not great. Did it's you been also like enjoy 10, the live years since I've seen it? Did you also enjoy the live action Death Note? Spirits Within. I haven't oh. seen it. Okay. I actually haven't seen the anime Death Note, so. You call yourself an anime nerd and you haven't seen that one? I have never called myself an anime nerd. I enjoy anime, but in all honesty, I've not seen that much in the grand scheme of things. No Attack on Titan? I've watched Attack on Titan. Okay. How about My Bride is a Mermaid? My what? (laughs) How do you make this stuff up? The sad part is I'm not sure if you're for real or not, but anime is so out there that it probably is a real one. No, I actually really enjoyed that one. My Bride is a Mermaid. How Thomas about... also enjoyed that one, too. Akira. How about Scooby-Doo? Did I make that up? <laughs> yeah, so in, uh, in, in Final <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> this, there is no rails. There are absolutely no rails this week. So I got... To, I'm, Kind of towards the end, I'm getting close to finishing it. I'm actually at the point of no return now, so now I gotta go through and do all the like you know the end end the game grinding type stuff, get the max amount of gill and limit breaks and all that kind of stuff. And in getting there, I don't know if I've ever actually said this on the show or not. So if I have before, sorry. But when I used to play this game on the PlayStation One, I've actually only beaten the game probably two times, like one a bunch of years ago and the second time I probably beat it around six or seven years ago which has been the most recent time I played the game minus obviously just stuff on Xbox and one of the things that would always happen is I would constantly experience some sort of like game breaking glitch or something like that my data got corrupted 
someone say my brother would save over my save file or I would accidentally delete it because, you know, back then we had memory cards and I had something like that happen this week. So I'm going down the lat on ladder in the game and I get to the very end, you know, whenever you get on and off ladders, it makes that noise. And I'm like coming off the ladder and like the game registered that I'm off the ladder but it sat there and it kind of kept me on the ladder at the same time. So I'm like, I couldn't get off. I'm like stuck. I'm like, great. Been playing for a good bit. I don't remember the last time I saved. Uh, so I'm sitting there for a minute, just trying to, you know, push all the buttons, trying to get off the stupid thing, get on the ladder, off the ladder. Nothing's working. And, you know, the music's kind of sitting there going. And, you know, it's a do 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 all of a sudden, it gets to one note and it just goes meh. And the game just completely, totally stops working. I'm going, oh no, oh no. And I'm like having PTSD flashbacks from the old PlayStation era. And I'm like, crap, my game's gone. I'm going to have to start over. But it was a little stressful because I'm just sitting there thinking about that all again. I'm like, oh, great. If my save file is corrupt or something happened, I'm going to be mad. Fortunately, though, we're not on. There's no memory card, so I do still have my save file, but had a little bit of a heart attack on that one. And That's an awesome story, Kenny. The beeping Yay. reminded me of the beeping from uh, Nate's uh, bridge game. Oh yeah, bridge <laughs> game. Yep, <clears throat> you know, uh, bridge constructor. Ah, not the. Uh, he doesn't get together with a bunch of ladies and play bridge. <laughs> not if there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> he is old. But he's also not female. Mm, yeah, so the other game I played was, <laughs> other game I played was I, and like I said before, I was going to get it because it was on sale. It was Crash Bandicoot. And holy crap. This game is t- way, way harder than I remember it being. Which was funny because I was listening to uh, L's favorite po- other gaming podcast, the X1 Bros. Yeah. <laughs> a question came up and it was uh, what's one of the games that from your childhood that you remember you know being way more difficult or way easier than you remember uh, when than if you go back to it and as I'm sitting there listening to it I'm going crash 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 because holy crap some of these jumps and these platforming and whatnot, that game ain't easy there's a couple stop a couple parts in there that I've just I've almost broken another controller. It's just, it's really getting to me. At one point, I had the controller raised up over my head, and just I saw the whole Red Dead Redemption 2 thing again, and my controller exploding. I'm like, I can't do this again. I can't break another controller, because then we only have one in the left left in the house, and that's not going to be good. It's like, oh my gosh, Crash is You need good to go to game, some uh, but it is management difficult. counseling, my friend. <laughs> Someone... Uh, I need something to be able to throw. I used to like Someone throw so, the old like six dollar so, so headphones. Nice. Headphones. Uh, maybe you should invest in a stress ball. Yeah, a fidget spinner or something. Mm-hmm. I have a fidget mm-hmm. cube. Or a large pink squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> large pink squirrel. Okay. Yeah. That is Corgan's <laughs> pink squirrel. Sure it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so random question: controller or remote? Which do you refer uh, to it as? It depends. 
It's the TV remote, but the Xbox controller. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Sarah. You're wrong. <laughs> Apparently I am. <laughs> Controller's not a remote. I will say, it's calling it a remote is better than calling, calling it a paddle. I What? What? Why would you call it a paddle? <laughs> exactly! That's exactly what I'm you saying. You don't You've play ping pong with it. You don't use it to spank your children. It's <laughs> whoa. I have a couple of friends and they don't say controller, they don't say remote, they say paddle. Like, hey, really? Kenny, pass me the paddle. Are like, they what? old? No, they're my age. Weren't paddles huh. like you ever see you probably never I seen, have no um, idea why they call it that. Those rolly That's, balls in the arcade. Are they EMTs? <laughs> Clear. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, they control. They call the controllers paddles. I have absolutely no idea why. Hmm. So, is it Jimmy's or Sprinkles? What? It depends on who I'm around. We sprinkles, but but yeah, it could be either. I say sprinkles oh, unless I know someone has a pet peeve, in which case I then call them Jimmy's. What about ants? Do you call them ants? <laughs> who calls them ants? I've never heard them called ants. No, yeah. I grew up. Maybe in I'm that. making that up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you thinking of ants on a log? I'm thinking like so. Ants when in your you pants. You used to get like a Carvel cake, um, you know. So an ice cream cake, there'd be like the in between the two layers of cake or ice cream or whatever it was. There'd be like those little Oreo crumbs, and for some mm. reason, I remember calling those ants. Maybe Were you it's like me. four. Well, back then, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not, not saying I wouldn't eat one today, but back then when you'd get them, yeah, four seems about right. Yeah, okay, that takes I can me back to those classic Dairy ants. Queen ice cream cakes. Mm, I haven't had Dairy Queen in a long time. <laughs> so, well, I'm so I'm so glad I'm the one that derails conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Holy well, we cow, have to guys. talk about food somewhere on this podcast. <laughs> Unbelievable. And Corey's not here to talk about Taco Bell, so. Gong. Yeah, I was going to say, is this where you add in the sound effect for it? Well, last week you inserted nothing, you lazy bastard, so I have to do it for you, apparently. (laughs) Gong. You know what? How about you edit? Listen, the audio was perfect. Actually, no, you can't even get your audacity right, so no, you're not allowed to edit. edit. (laughs) Nothing bad at all happened last week. You would probably edit in like f bombs and everything. <laughs> edit them in. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> edit in stain jokes. <laughs> there, you happy? There's your editing the dong noise. All right. There it is again. All right. Now get off my back, you fat. F- oh. So not that anyone hey. asks, but I'll tell you what games I played this week. <laughs> no one cares. I was gonna ask. <laughs> Doubt. <laughs> well, even though RTDL team is over, I still, of course, use it as my Bible. Crutch. Okay, uh, that works. Crutch. <laughs> <laughs> Your team kind of sucked. Dang. I know. Team did suck. So right away, uh, High Road and Kingsman jumped out of the Didn't game. Didn't you come in achievements. What the heck? Kenny, stop it. Hi. No, you stop. We it. came in first. Okay. Don't, don't, okay. Nothing else happened. Okay. Good. Nate, can you back that up? Uh, yeah, he did not come in first. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you're not first, you're last. Damn it. <laughs> uh, so I'll talk about a few games that I played. Actually, 
First, I wanted to talk about a game called Doom and Destiny, which, if you take the initials, it's D&D. I think I've talked about this on the show before, but it's like an old-school RPG, turn-based RPG, with it's just all references to old video games and, and old RPGs, Final Fantasy and Zelda and everything. Uh, something happened to me that uh, was similar to the story that you were just telling, Kenny. I'm playing at work on my Surface, and you could literally save the game at any time. But I had not saved in a while, and I heard footsteps. I thought my boss was coming, so I quickly shut the um, the top oh, no. of the Surface. And when I turned it back on, it went into sleep mode, and it turned off the game. And It usually doesn't do that. So I lost my progress there. Uh, luckily, I, luckily, I was had no story progress. I was just grinding out levels, so I just had to do that over again, and I eventually got the achievement I was going for. That could arguably be worse, depending upon how long you've been grinding. Yeah, but it's, it's mindless, so that's at least something. So then, the other day, I was playing Thimbleweed Parkerino. Oh, I need to get back to that. With a guide? Um, yes, of course. I'm going to say <laughs> yes. Oh. <gasps> oh no, not me. No, not me. Oh, hypocrite! <laughs> definitely not. Not using the Doom and Destiny walkthrough into you there. Definitely not. So, um, <laughs> um, this for some reason, once again, the surface just turned off, and I hadn't saved it in a while. I know. Luckily, Thimbleweed Park has an autosave feature whenever you go into a new room, so nothing was lost. It just went right back to the autosave, and did a manual save. So, every game needs this. Yes. Yes. It was really nice to have that there. So, your so Surface th- just randomly turns off during recording, mm-hmm. randomly turns off during <laughs> Doom and Destiny. Why do you still have this thing? I'm trying to raise Patreon money here. Be quiet. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> and you invite me on the show? Yeah, you got no hopes of that. <laughs> <laughs> you think people are just turning off the show because you're on it? Okay, Maybe. that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm still working on um, Thimbleweed Park. I got the achievement for beating the game on easy, and that game needs two playthroughs. There's one for uh, whatever the opposite of easy is. <laughs> I... uh, hard? Hard? Okay. hard? Yeah. I don't know if it's called hard mode. It's called Difficult? something else. Advanced, maybe. <laughs> Basically, it's the, Legendary. Same, the same puzzles, but more steps involved. Have you read a hundred books harder. and done the hundred voicemails? I have not. I have saved slots there in case I need a street preserver or or if they show up on RTDL. But yes, I'll, <laughs> I'll probably do those last. I plan on actually reading them and not just going through. I have done some phone calls. They're pretty funny. If you call Edna, that's a funny one. If you call yeah, Edna, mode. there's a phone book. And so what she's talking about is if you kickstarted the game. There was a certain tier, and you could actually appear in the game. You could record a voicemail for the telephone calls in the game. So your actual voice was in the game. And you could write a little uh, snippet for the books in the game as well. So those are really cool Kickstarter ideas. And uh, that's what she's talking about. (laughs) Did you do any of that? Uh, I started Uh, to read the books and got bored and distracted and then just continued (laughs) on with the game. Okay. There was no pictures. Sounds like you. (laughs) I wanted to read them because there's a disclaimer saying uh, what what's in these books is, is not rated by uh, the ESRB. And it's like, oh, maybe there's something good in there. <laughs> so I do want to read them at some point. Uh, so and it, uh, my hardest achievement 
uh, by ratio came up was Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove called Lord of the uh, HFZ. And that's for reaching the end of the hyperfunk zone. Ah, that makes sense. And out of almost 1,300 people at the game, less than 30 people have this achievement. And Prue and Rocker <laughs> and Michelle and her brother and I have tried this numerous, numerous times. Um, so once it showed up on RTDL, I went to good old buddy Odalis Furball, who has this achievement. And I said, dude, can you help out? He's like, yeah, it's, it's easy. I'm like, it's easy? <laughs> okay, sure. He's like, yeah, I did it uh, two players uh, with my son, but he did it local, not knowing what a glitch fest this is online. So we started playing, and we got to the Hyperfunk Zone, and on our first try, we got it done. Wow. So Woo. apparently, you have to hold down A and get a certain amount of speed, and if you let go of A, you kind of come back not in the shadows anymore and you try to pick up the timer things but with four people there if one person messes up they die and they, you can bring them back with the revive and well anyway he got it helped us get it as it stands now 29 people have this achievement and it's it's at a 6.64 ratio oh that's so hot it's a good one nice and um what else happened last night we did a titanfall xbox 360 session oh you guys are still doing those well apparently rtdl Rules all. Remember. Uh, of course. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, my the bad. <laughs> the achievement came up for called Captured Everything to win 50 hardpoint matches. So, and uh, Doughboy actually had made a calendar with the Titanfall on Mondays. So it actually worked out perfectly. Doughboy was there. Um, Michelle was there. What the Fug was there. Triple Triad 777 was there. So we had enough people to play. Six people. So the, the matches loaded in quicker that way and fug only uh made us scream at him like three or four times so it was a successful <laughs> session if you haven't played with fug oof, it's like fog your robot just killed us oh i'm sorry guys i can see that uh, and i'm like southeast on the map where's that and like the compass says southeast oh so everyone stuck around for a few hours and we actually got that done and that's a 3.34 ratio and while that Ooh. was going on on the 360 I, you were oh, watching we, sweaty men Oh, no. I was playing Bloodstained, but not that Bloodstained. I was playing Bloodstained <laughs> Curse of the Moon, which is, is that the, the, uh, it's the a Castlevania-esque 8-bit, 16-bit graphic. The um, one you kickstarted that's now on Game Pass. It's, no, it's, no, it's not that one. It's that's the Curse of the Moon. Oh, uh, okay. No, one of them's Curse of the Moon, and the other is, uh, you know... Twilight or was that Kickstarter of the bonus night. of the Yeah, Ritual of the Night. That's it. You got it. Hey, I played Curse of, Curse that of the That was Moon. a total shot in the dark, and I got it. Curse Over of the, the Moon olds. was, um, I want to say it was a pre-order bonus if you kickstarted it. And it was also Games with Gold a couple months ago. So this game has some crazy inflated ratios. So when I last played it, I had gotten up to stage four out of eight. So last night, I went from stage five all the way through beating the game. Finishing stage six, seven, and eight are rare achievements. That tells you it's how hard. inflated this is. No, it's not hard. <laughs> you can play on casual, and you can put on infinite lives, and it's really easy. That's helpful. You might die a few times, and you start right in the room that you died. So the achievement I was going for is called Blade Gleaming at Sunrise. It's for adventuring with your allies and seeing the normal ending. And apparently, in the first few levels, you can either recruit 
allies or sacrifice them. And I guess I did the correct thing because I had done that months ago. So I beat the game <laughs> and that achievement popped for me. So that one is a 3.92 ratio just for beating the game and seeing the normal ending. 1,400 gamers have it out of 21,000. So thank you, Games with Gold, and thank you, Inflated Ratios. And so I have my three highest ratio achievements done for RTDL, and most of the one ratio stuff is, of course, you know, long campaigns. That's what she said. That's what? (laughs) (laughs) There's a guide for that. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I can't compete with you, (laughs) P-Tart. Cannot compete with this derailing competition. <laughs> hey, Sarah, you missed my uh, full frontal nudity. Just oh, not darn. full frontal, topless. Wouldn't say you missed it. Um, I was gonna say if it was full frontal, I'm really glad it was, like wasn't full frontal. And I didn't just most. So it was a chest pick, you would say? Oh. Maybe uh, a little lower than the chest. <laughs> 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 a little lower. A chest pick? You mean like gears of pop? Gold chess? Yeah, oh, there we go. That's a great segue. I'm Yay! proud of you. Nailed it, this guy. <laughs> your mind is back. But um Sarah, you want to talk yes. about your gold chess? <laughs> well, as someone pointed out to me, they were lopsided. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> it's very <laughs> rare that they're the same size. It's <laughs> your baby's first words. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I did, was lucky enough to actually have four gold chests at one time. It was actually quite surprising. Uh, I just sat there and played it while I was at the uh, doctor today. So thank you, waiting room. Apparently I get good, a good chest when I go there. <laughs> She's uh, waiting for someone to say something there. No, I <laughs> was actually not. Uh, and say, Nate's good with stats and stuff. Maybe he should talk about the nerfing. Oh, the nerfing. The nerfing. That's here. Yeah, let me, uh, you can edit this bit out while I pull up the phone here. Hey, look at that. Gears pops already open. Weird. Who would have thunk it? It's not like you play during the show or anything. No one would do that. I would not have Sarah's done Sarah's not a... over there playing Torchlight. I'm not playing Idle Champions. I have done a coin. If you look at my status, I am not playing Torchlight. I saw you looking up on at your TV, <laughs> and there were some lights in the backgrounds changing. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So yes, Gears Pop 1.3 balance changes. They have gone and they have ruined, ruined old man Marcus ruined. even more. <laughs> As if you didn't think it was possible. How do you even make him even worse? Like. Leave him alone. He's already dead. Well, let me tell you. You take away 15% of his health and 11% of his damage, and you increase his attack speed from 0.7 seconds to 1 second. That's that's a good start. Goodness gracious. Then you go and you take the Savage Grenadier, who had a lot of health. He was my boy. He he was was my boy. It's Come on now. He he was a good little tank. (laughs) I mean, he could take a little bit of damage and he'd throw out a couple grenades. Well, now he takes next to to no damage. Uh, He (sighs) dies very quickly because they nerfed him uh, 37% of his health, but they did increase the damage by 29%. So if you get a grenade off, it's going to do a lot more damage. So Um, now he's a glass cannon. Yeah. And then they've taken shepherds and they took shepherds and they cut their half. Uh, they cut their half. They cut their health <laughs> by forty percent. 
hot. I thought and they, they were dying really fast. I didn't yeah, read these, obviously. They increased <laughs> the attack the attack speed on them. So now shepherds, um, shepherds can be taken out very quickly. So, for instance, I went up against a locust drone, just a single one, and he took out both of my snub soldiers and three of my shepherds and suffered minimal damage from it. Um, yep. So that's one unit took out five units, and uh, it's ridiculous. Yep, that um, sounds about right. Didn't they? Uh, <laughs> they nerfed the snubs too, right? Or are you getting to that? Sorry. Um, I'm just kind of going through like okay. the, the most egregious. Yeah, it looks like snub soldiers were also decreased. Uh, they had their health dropped by forty percent. <clears throat> I noticed that the wretches that I haven't seen used solo, their speed has gone from seven to ten. So they're much zippier now. Wow. So when you're yeah, so now when you're doing an e hole or just your wretches. Um, and I'm guessing this would also work for what's her face that uh, she's kind of like Kate? the winter. Kate? Uh, no, not not winter. Kate. Um, oh, it starts with an M. I know who you're talking uh, about. Uh, yeah, Rach. I have her, but I don't remember her name. Let me check here on my. Let me check here on my phone. Oh look, Bear. this pops already there. Oh um, no! And now it's loading. Mira. Everyone I think it's Mira. 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 Mira Lax. Yes. I'm Mira. Is it Miralax? No, it's not Miralax. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old. Wait, we'll look at that. Uh, I believe it's Mira. In either case, she is the oh, um, yes. she is the Clash <laughs> Royale uh, witch, basically. So she stands back. She summons wretches, and the wretches run down the field. Um, yeah, those things sucked. Um, so they they've made a lot of challenge changes to, to decrease those things they have attempted to bring up the health of boomers and butchers and basically candlestick the, makers the beefier meat shields um <clears throat> they've increased their health but i still don't see them being used much kate diaz has gone uh her health is now up by 54 percent. so that oh, would explain she's she's so good now that so explains why I've seen her being used a lot more. She's kind of running through. Lancer Gear, who was already pretty weak, uh, they dropped his health by 47%. Um, Jeez. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And the long shot, they've dropped the health by 38% and the Thank damage goodness. by 19%, which Thank is great. Goodness. I mean, I was I always using an ink one. on them. Anytime I saw them, it was like, boom, ink in the back, kill them. Uh, and now it's even easier, apparently. So that's good. I agree with the long shot nerf. I do they too. Were... They were obnoxious. Yes. Well, they've also taken the ink grenade and they've dropped that as well. So it went from uh, 40 DPS to, or I'm sorry, damage per tick. So DPT uh, it went from 40 down to 27. <laughs> so they the almost cut that in half. Uh, you know, that's ridiculous. Uh, they've also taken the grinder and they've reduced its range by one. So that's also awesome. It's just like, just nerf everything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Goodness well, I mean, gracious. They, they did increase something. So some things got better. Um, like I said, the boomer is a little bit better, but nobody uses the boomer. Um, drone division. So this is two locust drones for eight cost. Uh, it used to be nine. They dumped it down to eight now. So they've savings That's of one. Better. <laughs> and and um, they have... Let's see, what have they done? Uh, made equivalent to a locust drone of the same level. So up from two levels below. So now the drones that are in that division are a little bit better as well. Hammer of Dawn, they decreased by 6%. Uh, they, needed, they needed to nerf that even more because it's still yeah. OP. Mm-hmm. That's um, not a bad nerf. 
yeah, so not a whole lot of things getting better uh, unless you're looking at um, their bottom line and their expectation <laughs> for profit. Uh, <clears throat> as, as the meta changes and things get better, of course, people are going to be spending their coin or, uh, you know, trying to bring up the, <laughs> the new thing that's best uh, that they don't have. So apparently welcome to mobile games (laughs) apparently the hot deck tech right now is the new drone division that seems to be what everybody is super gung-ho about that's what i'm hearing i tried it and i wasn't terribly thrilled but i have been crushing face with the nasher gang kate combo and that has been fun you know, it's funny you said that because I was thinking about that. Um, my Nasher gang is still doing really well. Um, I, I've noticed that a lot of people are catching on to the fact that they can stop the Nasher gang by dropping an e-hole behind it. So the Nasher gang will basically turn around and start shooting that instead of shooting uh, the turret that they, they're supposed to be going after. And then they can basically just stop all your momentum and uh, really cut the damage that you're doing down to like nothing. So... But I, so I've been thinking about ways that I can make that charge faster. And, you know, Kate, since she doesn't care about other units, you know, she's a great way. Mm-hmm. She's a great way to just attack just the, uh, the turret. Uh, I, I was tempted Let's to try that. So I'm glad to hear that there's something to that. Yeah. So I wait till I have 10 energy and pretty much drop them together. And it has just been devastating. I take out a turret almost every single time. <clears throat> now, are you pairing that with like, a hole or something? Nope, I just have the two run together and make sure the runway is fairly clear. I need to start doing that. And you know, that makes sense, especially with Kate. Her being faster and basically now being a tank with a health increase. Mm-hmm. Health you know, increase. she just absorbs all the damage and the Nasha gang come up, comes by behind and just kills everything. I, so actually, I can definitely see that working. Yeah, I actually drop Nasher first and then drop Kate in right afterward. But but by the time they get to the turret, Kate is slightly ahead of the Nashers. You know, I've been seeing, uh, was it Anya? I've been seeing a lot more Anya um, just being dropped in the back because she doesn't seem to ever move up from cover. She's like always in the back. And I think her boost is the entire play field, right? Like she buffs everybody on their side, right? I just thought she prevented you from doing something. I, I don't know her very well. Okay. I don't know either. I'm going to have to read up on that. Um, Because, yeah, I've seen her be used a lot more uh, lately. So I guess I need to pay more attention to that. But I treat her the same way as I treat a sniper. As soon as I see her in the back, I just drop an ink grenade, and uh, that takes care of most of her health. Yeah, it's... (sighs) This game, I just... Ever since that first initial nerf, I have not been able to just get that swing back. Like when the first game, when the, when the game first came out, you know, my had my deck, it worked really well. I was able to win. I was probably at like an 80% win rate. Like I was, I was doing well with it. And then the nerves hit. And now I am probably at a 20% to the point where it's just like, I just don't even want to play. I just, can't, <laughs> I just can't get it. I mostly yeah. just do hordes now. Well, I saw Mattism say that he's going to maybe push for gold again. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 it got me to say, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm going to stop just leveling down and coming back up, and I'm just going to see how far I can get with, with an honest push right now. Because, you know, the meta has changed. So oh, people, yeah. you know, 
things people are relying upon have changed and maybe they haven't had time to to build up to figure out what they want to do and then put, put sink the coin into it so maybe now's the time to just make a real quick dash for gold uh see if i can get lucky but i, I you know, I took some time off because I wanted to get that silver reward. So I have not been boosting my pins um, for like two weeks. So that that's a big deficit to overcome uh, with just skill. So I don't know. I'll try it. We'll it's see. difficult. So yeah. Sarah and Nate. what did I do now? Yes. <laughs> are there any achievements you guys are working towards in this game? All of Seriously, them. Seriously, pop. Always. Well, what, uh, what do you guys have left? Uh, I have to get to gold still. I have not been lucky enough to get it to the gold, but uh, like Nate, I'm going to see if I can give it a try right now while the meta is still trying to figure out like what the best deck tech is. And I mean, I just kind of hit a wall. Like I really, before this recent, uh, update, I kind of was really struggling to even play, but honestly, I kind of like these nerfs and how it's kind of like. Uh, changing things up so maybe I actually have a chance to get to gold. Um, then I guess still got to get the 2 million coins, level 20, max a pin, and seriously pop. Yeah, so all the yeah. super grindy ones. Yeah, yep. all the really grindy ones are, are things I'm still kind of eyeing. Like, I'm probably never going to get to level 20. I can live with that. Uh, I'm probably never going to get a pin to max level. I can live with that. But the ones that I know I can get are the um, <clears throat> power trip for spending the the power. That's, you know, it just takes mm-hmm. time. Uh, seriously, pop, that is dependent upon getting to gold. Like, if I can't get to gold, then I can't get seriously pop. Um, so my, my goal right now is just get to gold because that's the one that's, like, skill-based at this point. Uh, and if I can get to gold, then I can eventually whittle away seriously pop and all the other things that are just grindy, like coins and the horde waves. Exactly. Not too worried about those. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in the same boat. I just want to get it done and over with one time to be like, okay, check, it's off my list. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be easier as people drop off, um, or if it's just going to be, you know, maybe it's based on a percentage of the population, or I don't know really how they're how they're gating this. Um, so, you know, I think it's best to get in while you can before you know it's years where people just have this establishment that you just can't get past um, mm-hmm. without spending money um so <clears throat> so yeah, yeah you, if you have the opportunity to get it you definitely want to get it yeah i'm kind of kicking myself for not pushing really hard uh for that first season mm-hmm. so. see personally i don't ever see me getting seriously pop because i don't think i'm ever going to be in a position where i can get the gold league i just I don't I don't love the game enough to really just want to sit there and push and grind out and get all that. For me, I'm just trying to get like the grindy achievements I'll pop in that every so often, you know, do the the horde waves and stuff like that, 2 million coins. Stuff where it's like if I log in once a day and I get a bit here and a bit there, I'll eventually get it. But other than that, I did, honestly don't see me ever have this completion. Unless well, maybe I, mean- I hit the lottery and can dump like a million dollars in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and well, just, that's and i refuse to put any money in the game which has clearly stalled me also getting to gold but i just can't bite the bullet especially with all the rapid changes they're making in the game yeah i mean i think if i was close i would maybe consider putting five dollars in like if that's even gonna make a, a dent i don't know 
Um, but yeah, I want to see how far I can go up this this season. Uh, and if I get if I get within striking distance, maybe I'll put five bucks in just to make sure I get to gold. Um, but like I said, I don't know if, if five bucks is going to cut it. So, question on that: Do you, do you guys buy games? Uh, I think you know What's, I buy games. You mean like <laughs> actual <laughs> currency, like actual yeah, money? Like, yeah, with like you know money, cash, dollars, mula. Uh, very rarely. I have funded my gaming habits almost exclusively through Bing Rewards. Oh, nice. Okay, that's actually kind of what I do. So this makes a little bit more sense for you then. But Nate, and this actually is for you as well, Sarah, why is it that you don't want to put any money into the game when it's something you enjoy? You're, you've had hundreds of hours and possibly over its lifetime, ten thousands and t- or tens of thousands of hours into it. But you're willing to buy games that's just going to sit in your backlog. That seems odd to me that you'll go, oh, this game's on sale. Here's a, I'll, I'll give five dollars for this, and it sits in your backlog for a year. But you won't go. I'll help the developer out. Here's five dollars. Do you want to help this developer? <laughs> yeah. See, my yes, I do recognize that there's definitely some hypocrisy in the way you present it, but. For me, the reason I don't put money into free games is because the reason they're offering for free is because they want you to do microtransactions. And I have such a hard time with the microtransactions. Like, it just, I mean, look at how, how, look at the whales on Gears Pop. I mean, it's just, where does it end? Yeah, that's that's the problem with me. You know, once I start, like, that just opens the gates. Yeah, like I, I, oh well, if I just spend another five dollars, I'll get the next batch of stuff. That's why I have a hard time even spending the the free in-game currency. So like, I'll play these games and they'll give away crystals, <laughs> and like mm-hmm. I don't want to spend the crystals because once I spend the crystals, I get used to spending the crystals, and now now I only get fifteen of those a day or, or however many it is for doing the three dailies. Um, okay, so I I hate that. I hate that time gating or that, you know, the gating that they put into it. So I'm saving all of my crystals until I can buy like that stupid coin package that is basically 2 million. You know, it's like 1.6 or something, 1.3. Yeah, I'm saving for that as well. It's yeah. like 40 to 50 crystals. I kind of wish I wouldn't have spent three 500s on the lower one because I finally did the math. <laughs> and yeah, the value is a lot better on the big yeah, one. Yeah, the value is a lot better oh, if you wait sure. to the end. So I was going to buy all the coins and then use the coins to upgrade, but also use the coins to buy pins and upgrade. Um, that was kind of my plan. Um, and also to wait and let everybody else do the math. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the optimal spending path for those for those crystals. But, but yeah, so my problem is that I know me and I know that once I... I, I open that door, it is very tempting to keep throwing money at it. So I just don't even trust myself to do that. So I, okay. I don't. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a slippery slope for sure. So, so you guys don't have self-control. Got it. That makes sense. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I have enough self-control <laughs> right. to stop that first purchase. Once I make that first purchase, then yeah, it's gone. Okay. I can understand that. I just was just wondering because – when it's a free game and it's something I enjoy, I you know I personally don't have any problems with putting money into the game. <sighs> Some games, I guess, 
it is a little bit, or it could be way more egregious putting money into to it and the microtransactions, the way they just try to get you sucked into it and make it basically to where you have to. And this comes from, you know, okay, uh, Clash, you know, Clash of Clans. I've put money into that, and that is probably the most egregious one in, on the planet when it comes to this model. I mean, if I really enjoyed a game um, <clears throat> and it would help me out a little bit, sure. I, I think I put $5 into Clash of Clans. Um, I did definitely didn't do it in Royale. Um, but I played Clans for about a year, um, so that kind of made sense. Um, and then... You know, I would I would put money towards um, things that make the game more fun. So, do I want to buy currency? Not really. But do I want to get that cool skin or do I want to get that cool character? Well, if it's something that I'm really enjoying, then yeah, I, I will throw money at it like that. Okay. Yeah. And my issue with the Gears Pop one is it's that whole loot box thing. You don't know what you're going to get. You may end up getting a hot pile of garbage. Which again may tempt you to put in another five dollars because you think, oh, I might get something better, and it's just, yeah, I just do not want to open that door, and yeah, so I just go with a firm rule of I'm not putting money in. You don't want to open hmm. Pandora's box, yeah, along with golden chest. Okay, yes, precisely. Yep, okay. totally, totally understand. I mean, I know people enjoy admiring my golden chest, but right, but, not, but not Pandora's box. I understand. <laughs> no, I totally no. got it. <laughs> you don't want to admire that. So, so let's right. say you. Well, no, no, I think what Sarah's saying is she doesn't want to reward them for their shady practices. Not to put words in your mouth, but that's what it sounds like. I can understand mm-hmm. that. And I can't fault you for that. I mean, that makes sense. I don't and blame the, you. And the people we know that seem to be spending the most money seem to, are the completionist types that want to actually finish it or get as many achievements as they can in a faster time frame. Yeah. Or I ones guess, that are just addicted to the game. Yeah, see, I guess I like, if I were to purchase something, I'd know this is it. Like, I'm purchasing this product and only this product, not this. I'm not buying a random chance to get something. Exactly. I guess I, I would, if I'm going to spend my money, to be like, okay, I want to buy specifically this. Like, if I were to buy anything in Gears Pop, I'd probably be boring and just buy crystals because I know what they're going to do. And right. I'm buying this set amount. Okay. Well, speaking of buying things, uh, Nate, you buying anything this week? <laughs> Man, you are just, you are killing Rough. it with these segues. I was not yes. done talking about Gears Pop yet. Oh. Oh, what do you have to say about Gears Pop? Well, I, was gonna bring, second I, was, I was going to bring up the uh, TA article that was going around the Discord today. Mm. Oh, yeah, the 11 years. What is yeah. it? Yeah, did you look at that? I did. That, I did not. That someone did the math and it would take 11 years of playing without putting money in. Or... What? Six thousand 11 dollars. years of two hours a day playing. Yeah. <laughs> How? <laughs> and... What? Okay. <laughs> well, they show their math. They do the work. Yeah, they the math... Their work. The math. The math is fairly legit. Like, it... It honestly kind of broke my spirit after I read that article because I'm <laughs> You're like, breaking my yeah. spirit right now. Jeez. <laughs> well, that's if you want the completion. You already said you don't want the completion. So it's right, not take yeah, you, it'll only take you six it. years. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's the type of game that they could introduce, like an, I don't know, the equivalent of an XP multiplier or something to speed up the process? They, sure they could. Or would they have they've to implement the requirements? Yeah, they've got to change something because, I mean, 
you can throw an absurd amount of money in that game and still not finish it. Do you think they care? No. That you can't get all the achievements? Uh, no, absolutely. of course they don't care. <laughs> but my Supercell issue was is... making like $30 million a day. They don't care. <laughs> Supercell's the guys issue... that do Clash. But my issue is, Seriously Pop should be the last achievement you unlock. And I that agree. one's actually somewhat attainable for free-to-play players. And yeah. that's where I have a huge issue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really feel like they, they should change something to make those achievements attainable. Now, that might be changing the achievement to make it attainable. So, like, instead of level 20, it's level 15. Because I've seen people that, you know, have gotten to 15 without spending too much money. Um, <clears throat> or something like that. Make it, you know, make it doable where you don't have to take 11 years or, what was the number? Like, 3,700? Uh, I think it was like 6,700. So $6,700. Goodness gracious. <laughs> to just get it done. That is so much money. Oh, my gosh. There yeah, was a it, comma and a period in that number. That's all I know. So now yeah. what do you think about that statement, throwing them a few bucks there, uh, County Roo? Uh, yeah, I'm starting to walk that <laughs> one back. <laughs> yeah. See, that that honestly is egregious at that point. And, you know, mobile games are supposed to be the kind of thing where you play them, you know, here and there a couple minutes a day, a couple minutes or maybe like an hour or two a day, but there really should be some sort of end game at that's, you know, feasibly obtainable having to go through and play for you know, 11 years before you finally see that end game. All right. I got more questions, insane. especially when you know the fact that in a year from now, all of the ceilings are going to be raised. You're going to have higher pin levels, higher player levels. So that's only what it is now. So yeah, Kenny, and they raise the requirement for gold this month too. I, I was just about to say they'll probably raise the cog levels and add new arenas because once it gets to a point where the almost everyone has 3,000 cogs, well, that and those leagues are nothing. You know, you need to raise them so you could see who the actual pros are. And they got to come up with new pins so people can spend more money on the game. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. There's always going to be new characters being added. I mean, they can just continue to do this this nerf juggling act, you know, uh, where they just they nerf something and then they raise the status something and they change the meta and then they nerf that thing. And, you know, I think it's strategic. Welcome to every competitive game ever. All right, so the quick <laughs> this question. This is how it is in card games. This is how it is in mobile what is, games. What is when, your question, L? So you guys, what, what what was the game that you played? Clash of Clans or... Clash Royale. Clash of Clans Clash, Clash Royale. Royale. Yeah. All right. So if you're playing those and not going for achievements, what is the end game there? Is there their own system of achievements or is there just you're having <sighs> having fun with it and beating people? Like what's the end game there? Well, for me, when it, when it, with Clash of Clans, I've played since the very beginning. Um, I downloaded the game the very first month that it came out. And at this point, it's almost just like a daily routine. Like, I don't even remember the last time I've raided. I just kind of log on and collect and level something up when I'm able to. Well, what's the, the purpose? What's the, the thrill of the game? The same type of game? Just to say, looky how far I am in the game. And, like, every year the game has always done, like, a, crisp, a small Christmas event where a Christmas tree pops up in your in your base. 
in your village. And I have like one Christmas tree from each year. So now it's for me, it's kind of just like a OCD. I've got to have it all kind of a habit. And yeah, I just, I just play it and have it on my phone just to have it. It feels weird and kind of wrong at this point to delete it from my phone because it's been on there for so long. Okay. Yeah, I, I have no time. Stockholm to. syndrome. Do you understand what I'm asking, though? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, like what? So there were no achievements, so I stopped playing because there were no achievements, and I just got tired of it. And I also got tired of them changing things around. And um, Well, you enjoyed it for a time, clearly. I did because oh, I sure. was playing in a clan with other people, and we were doing clan war. And, and that was yep. fun. Uh, and I got out of uh, Clash Royale within the first few weeks. Um, I played it for a little bit, and then I bounced off of it because I was just like, no, <laughs> this is going to, you know, I don't, I don't like the way <clears throat> certain metas were changing, which is just exactly what's happening here. Like, they, they put, put out this meta, they change things. But, I, you know, I think the difference is they made it possible to grief in clash royale and and you could send messages so people would be like good game good game good game and you know the emotes are obnoxious they don't really mean good game good game doesn't mean good game no you just destroyed me you just (laughs) completely totally obliterated me because you're a freaking whale and you're so many levels ahead of me and gg you know f you So yeah, that that kind of oh, drew that drove me to the point where I wanted to smash my phone, and I, I said, "You know what? It's cheaper just to uninstall this." So I uninstalled, and I, I haven't gone back to Clash Royale. My buddy keeps asking me to come back all the time, and I'm just like, "Good game, good game." So so I don't <laughs> go back to it. Yeah, I, I ditched Pokemon Go after a few months. It oh, just no, 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 Pokemon Go. So I play that daily. <laughs> nah, yeah, I love so, po- that. Yeah. Would be a game that's also on my phone for all ages. Yeah, my save with my brother-in-law. He is still going strong. But yeah, what am I buying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you I, buying? <laughs> I'm probably not going to buy anything right now. Um, <clears throat> I don't blame you. If Sales people haven't, because yeah, I've got to save all my money for this Gears Pop, right? You know, they need oh, to yeah, make their that, money. Exactly. Um, so one thing I would recommend people to check out if they're into turn-based RPGs um, is Battle Chasers Night War. Uh, This thing is really pretty and it's really well done and it is $7.49 down from $30. Uh, 1,000 gamer score, 2,928 TA. It's about 60 to 80 hours long. It has an achievement for starting New Game Plus and for completing New Game Plus. And then there are achievements for completing a dungeon on the most difficult level and then completing all the dungeons on the most difficult level. So I don't believe that the game itself has a difficulty. It's just these dungeons have kind of like the division. You can go in and you can set up, okay, well, what what version of this dungeon am I going to do? So the solution basically says go in, complete the dungeon at whatever level you can, and then at the end of the game, before you beat the game, Go back and do all the dungeons, and you should be able to just roll them. You shouldn't have a problem with that. Uh, I dove this game because of RTDL, and I I was enjoying it. Um, there's a lot of depth to it, so I think it does earn that 60 to 80 hours. So if this is your type of game, this is a great price for this game. Yes. game does um, look pretty. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, pretty. And then I was looking at, it's not on sale, but I believe that it is... Of value, there's value to it. The Trine Collection. So Trine Four just released, I think today, um, 
and it itself, Trine 4, is $30. But they also released the Trine Collection, and that contains Trine 3, uh, 2, 1, and 4. Um, they're all separate games, so they each have 1,000 gamer score to be had. Uh, and they are remasters of the other games. <clears throat> now, the only game that was available to Xbox was Trine 2 on the 360. But now, if you get this collection, uh, it costs $50. So, Trine 4 by itself is 30 All four of them together is $20 more. So, it seems like a good deal, um, but uh, I'm, I can't imagine them not doing this collection later on and hopefully for a sale price. So when I will not be buying right now, but in the future, I'm definitely keeping my eye on that. Uh, as it stands today, it's 4,000 gamer score uh, for all four games and it's 4,987 TA. That will obviously change. Um, That'll go up. <laughs> yeah, I think trying to... It's either trying two or trying three is still at 1,000 uh, TA. So I don't think anyone's touched it. Um... So try yeah, to might want to check that out. Yeah, it's I, uh, online multiplayer, so that's good. Online co-op uh, on the 360. So. Yes. Yeah, I picked I picked up Trine Two on a sale a while ago, and like I said, I'm definitely interested in the Trine collection, but um, not right now. Uh, you know, and then since our sales were kind of lackluster this week, uh, I just wanted to point out all the great games that I want to pick up but maybe not for full price. So ones that I'm going to be keeping an eye on very shortly. Indivisible for $40 is a Metroidvania RPG turn-based combat of it's a Metroidvania. <laughs> Jeez, how many genres fantastic. is that thing in? Is it puzzle, collect, card collectibles? I think it might stealth? also be um, Hang car, on, what game car was combat. This? Vehicular, vehicular, vehicular combat. combat. Always good yeah. Equestrian wasting. And the vehicle is actually a bull, so it's actually bull riding as well. Um, uh, what game was this again? <laughs> this is Indivisible. It's, okay. it's very pretty looking. That's what the guy from uh, uh, Princess Bride hey. says. Indivisible. So I will be picking this up at some point. Maybe <laughs> if I get really um, weak and I just buy it because it does look good. And it's Metroidvania. So, you know, that's my weakness. Um, otherwise, I'm going to wait for a sale and get this one uh, then. Uh, Ukulele and the Impossible Lair uh, for $30. Um, I can wait for that to drop. A Knight's Quest, which is basically, people are calling it the Xbox's Zelda. I know we had talked about that like two weeks ago. Like, you know, one of the things I want to do is go through and play Zelda likes on Xbox. And this thing looks really good. Uh, it is $25. And I'm going to wait for reviews. That's a price that I could bite on. But uh, I want to hear some reviews uh, from people I know. Uh, and then, of course, the game that we all wanted and we all were clamoring for, and we took to Twitter to demand it, Ghostbusters Remastered, uh, $30, <laughs> the game that no one asked for. But <laughs> it looks that. great, uh, but I need that price to drop. Uh, I'm sure that will drop, especially with um, Black Friday coming up. Yep. Can't wait to pick that one up. Yep. <laughs> Anybody else? And, and like I said, the sales weren't great. Uh, did you guys see anything? How about you, Sarah? Um, so yeah, the sales were actually awful, like absolutely dreadful. Usually I can find like three or four items, but this week is, yeah. Uh, but the one that I really do like, uh, that is on sale is Lost Odyssey. This is definitely a foo-foo game. It's a JRPG. It is definitely a foo-foo game. 
Yep, it's turn-based uh, JRPG, and L told us some fact that the music is done by the same person as Final Fantasy VII. Is that that is that correct, L? That is a fun fact. Okay, so yes, it's an amazing game. I really, really enjoyed it. It is a very long game, but very good. And yeah, it was. But you should have it already because it was a game with gold. But if you don't, it is $6.24. Um, the other one I was kind of looking at was Windscape because I know Corey had talked about it. And that kind of when he talked about it kind of seemed up my alley like a kind of like a light RPG. Not like yes. that. So that one that one piqued my interest. But uh, I believe it's down to nineteen ninety nine, which is still too That's much for me. Too much. In yeah, all my, honesty. I only have like three dollars and seventy four cents in my bank account right now. So yeah, that one's not happening. Windscape was pretty cool. From nineteen dollars, I would not get that. Okay, I the- I enjoyed it for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one that. I was thinking about was uh, I think it was Moose Man just because it's super cheap and an easy. Don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. So yeah, those are my thoughts on this week's sales, and I'm just shocked that there's not a Gnome's Garden on sale this week. Well, there actually kind of is. There is an eight floor game. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if it's on sale, but I know they just released a new one. I think today. Yeah, the whole collection was on sale last week, but it seems to have ended as of today. Well, actually, it might be Friday. I think they're coming out with a new game. So, okay, <clears throat> who knows? Maybe it'll be on sale then. So I do see one game that was amazing and Crandy from Z to Z had glowing reviews on. That's that's on sale. Okay. Toro. Toro. <laughs> it is a dollar forty nine. I mean, you can't go wrong. Is that a dollar forty nine too many? Chip From what I've heard, game. it sounds like it. A lot I... of people would say yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have not heard. I've only heard um, horrible things about this game. I've heard it's so bad it's good, but I've also heard that it's so bad that it's good that it's bad. Mm, what? <laughs> yeah. Yes. If you just look at the screenshots, it looks horrendous. It. No, but- that being right. said, I own it, and I will play it one <laughs> Go day. Go for it. <clears throat> Just it, for the giggles. It's an Xbox One game, and it honestly looks like an N64 GameCube type game. Like, it just... Honestly, I may buy this just because I want to try it and see how bad it honestly is. And at a $1.49, okay. I don't know if you can actually go wrong. Like you say, don't you can really it. go wrong. <laughs> Now, I think something we should mention, um, since Sarah, you did mention that the way you uh, fund your, your gaming habit is through Bing and Bing Rewards and MS Rewards, is that there is a really good uh, Game Pass reward going on right now. Uh, it's like, was it worth 15? Is it worth 15,000? Is that true? 15,000. Are you talking about the Operation Moon Cosmic? Yes. Oh, 1,500. Yes. Is it 1,500? Okay. 1,500, so, but you get double searches for a while which is double searches for a while. yes um, so explain. that helps so so that is a quest on the uh, game pass app and it requires three out of four weeks um completing something i think that's searches and i think that's um completing the weekly challenges oh, I do remember seeing as that. part of the game pass so 
you need to start that now if you haven't already or else you'll lock yourself out of being able to get that um so hopefully you guys are keeping up with that um i think smitty mentioned it in the discord maybe we'll mention it again that people really need to keep on top of that um especially now that the first week is already gone um you basically have to complete all three weeks now uh, to get that done so i want to pay attention yeah you can complete searches though right um so so there's i think there's like eight sub quests for this and uh part of it is completing 20 bing searches a week not not difficult that's to do it easy um (laughs) Then there's completing three weekly challenges, which those always have three subquests. And most times they're things like launching the Bing Rewards app or launching the you know the Game Pass Rewards app or performing 20 searches or getting an achievement. It's whatever. It changes, right? <clears throat> but you have to get three of those in the month. Um, so you want to get on top of that. Um, yeah. And then I think there was a simple one for getting one achievement. So... Yeah, so you've probably already completed a lot of these things. Go check that out. Get it checked off. Uh, you're going to want to be launching the the rewards app on your mobile device as well because I think that's one of the sub-challenges, and that'll uh, that's one of those things you have to do over and over. So go check it out. Get some points and buy some games. Hey, you can ask me what I want. I was well, going to ask what you really, what really I want. I have a feeling I know what you want, but what you want? <laughs> I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I was going to recommend a Brutal Legend for $5 for anyone who doesn't have that for any reason. That would be me. Really? I you guys like rock music. Game. I have it, and I've never played it. I know. It was given oh, to me, and Penny. the disc is literally sitting right Just over there. start it. I, is this a game where you ride around on a guitar and shoot things? No. That's okay. a guitar. <laughs> you don't ride around on a guitar. You do shoot things, sort of. You're, you're Jack Black... And you're going around doing Jack Black things. The humor is amazing. The fighting is fun. Double fine. We should say it's double fine. Oh, it okay. I do. Yeah, okay, that piques my interest. I do love double um, fine. There are some weird RTS segments, but other than that, it's pretty fun. I was going to mention something else. The uh, our good friends Harmonix made this game Rock Band Four. Never heard of it. And believe nope. it or not, it's approaching its fourth anniversary already it's been four years Jeez. and because of that they are offering a uh, 40% off deal okay, okay which is the price you should have gotten it for Kenny dude let's not bring <laughs> that story back up available in our archives Kenny tells a story about how his quote unquote nephews um, accidentally bought the game at full price yes because everyone well it wasn't nephews it was friends and All obviously because right. everyone friends. when they get the drums they wanted to go and just sit there and just bang on the effing things. And <laughs> when the stupid start menu pops up, it's just like, dude, would you want to buy uh, comp- rivals or whatever the hell it is? Piece of shit. All right, all right. Kenny, you didn't no. dispute, down. did you? <laughs> calm down, Kenny. Where's no, my control? I, can... I need to throw something. No, I can empathize. Oh, my God. Like, smashed it. Like, so when my friends get really drunk, they like to come over and play rock band. Smart, they get drunk smart. at my house, for the record. They don't like get drunk and then drive to my house. But <laughs> we're not judging. <laughs> Did you make them sandwiches? Uh sometimes I have. I usually make brownies though. <laughs> what kind of brownies? Brownies eh? <laughs> <laughs> ah. with homemade peanut butter frosting. Of course. Um, um, oh, yeah. So the other thing I was gonna mention <laughs> is that Rock Band offered a four pack of free songs 
uh, for their anniversary. It, yeah, it's all bands you've never heard of, but there are four free songs. So, sure. Yeah. Go download them. You didn't let me finish my story. You were telling a story? <laughs> I thought you were done. I don't cut people off when they talk. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah H. Go ahead. I was going to say, I empathize with Fufu because when my drunk friends come over and we're trying to get everything all set up, they're just pressing buttons, pressing buttons, and selecting everything, leaving the game. It is, yes, it is so obnoxious. Like, oh, I'm just look, trying to like accidentally set up bought the, the Nickelback pack. <laughs> Oh my goodness! What or a it's mistake. like you're trying, you're going through the song list, and there's like <laughs> the green yeah. button, and they push it. It's just like, dude. Yeah, or like let the other players sign in. You're like, oh nope, start. Oh look, there's only two players, and there's four of us. Ugh. <sighs> yes. People are the worst. I, I get the feeling they would do that if they were sober. Depends on which friends. Yeah, it depends on which friends. Hey Siri, what should I dress up as for Halloween? Okay, so we're not going to go on with that. Just dress in black and stand in front of things. <laughs> I can go as an eclipse? No, okay. Um, what? Hey, Siri, what should yeah, I dress up as so for Halloween? So we have some contests. Oh, damn it. Turn the... No one wants to listen to Siri. Siri, shut up. Wow, you are moody. We've been going for a while. Bitch. We don't need I'm... another you just sat You don't want to add another two-hour podcast? <laughs> that too. Uh, I'm going to go with Sailor Jupiter this year. Really? You're going to moon us? <laughs> huh. I don't know what. Jupiter's got a lot of moons. Wait, that's Saturn. Never mind. So, yeah, we have a couple <laughs> of contests. <laughs> um, with the team no competition, RT, Proclamation RTDL point. Being... Are you done? Damn, you're moody, son. <laughs> If you'd like to look at the contest, go to our Discord. Good God. We have rooms for the Gamertag Challenge, the RTDL that no one cares about because they're not in it. In a contest, unless your name is High Road, Vatu, or Kingsman, in which case you have a lot of unlocks already. Um, Nate, how's Gamertag going? Gamertag's going. Um, I haven't counted too much to see how many submissions, how many full submissions we have going, but I can tell you uh, this month <clears throat> for the gamer tag Fighter X ninety three chip <laughs> that we already have three people who, <laughs> who met that. their their P quota and they have exceeded the amount of P's in the Fighter X ninety three chip. We have Bezelbug with three extra. We have Jester with seven extra. And would you like to guess what the what the maximum number of P is? Seven. No. There's one 13. Higher. How dare you, sir? 12? 26. 13 is correct. Oh. Is reset it really? 42. First reset try. 42. Uh, really? Good job, Reset. That 13 is a, extra. He's got them all already. Yeah, there's only eight days into October right now. So Jeez. who knows how high these numbers are going to go. But yeah, that's impressive. Good that's reset. That wow. is a lot of P. That's a lot of peas, yeah. And that <clears throat> Matriarch is going to have to sort through all those peas to figure out who <laughs> has the best chance of winning. I am so glad I'm not in charge of this. Yep. Yeah, she's yeah, she's yeah, definitely going to have to do a lot of waiting through those p to work you're on trying. the challenge. <laughs> you're trying. Because if she's a librarian, are, she'll be able to do this. If you want to compete, you need to you need to start uh, adding some peas because these guys are going they're going for it. 
Or you could just be that one guy that only does like one game, has one entry in the month, and when you win it, you just piss everyone off. That is true. That could happen. Better to be pissed off than peed Pissed on? on? I was trying to relate it back, but never mind. (laughs) You you got it. You got there. Uh, This is your fault again. I I I realize that I've been walking into those all the, all the, all night. <laughs> so next contest, G task. Uh, it's week fifteen. The individual bonus for this week is to end the scoring period with the same gamer score and achievement achievements gain as the previous period. So yeah, if anyone is uh still interested in that, there's that. We have had some uh, eliminations. On a team side, Dunkos has been eliminated. His team is out. And on the individuals, it is also Dunko- Dunkos is also out on the individual, so he is done with G-Task. And Tropan has also been eliminated on, in, on the individual side. What happened to Tropan? Didn't he just get like 30,000 points the week before? Uh, if or his he, team, maybe. Uh, I think just it was guess. his team. Well, if it was him, it sounds like DK killed him. All right. Speaking of words that start with P. <laughs> it's not your turn. It's... Proclamation point. What? Oh, okay. 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 I'll, I'll let that one slide. My bad. My bad. Incompletion. Slide out. We have R56 Cooper S11 has reached a new milestone. 100 completed games. That's uh, Winnie Cooper's we... brother, just so you know. So he's about what? a quarter, almost a fifth of chip. <clears throat> Completion percentage. P Tart TX has That's reached her. a new milestone. Completion percentage of ninety-four percent. Skeptical Mario has reached a new milestone of completion percentage of eighty-nine percent. So these are not in ascending order. He's trying to overtake my completion uh, percentage now. But does he use the real settings? I'm sure he does. <laughs> Skeptical <laughs> Mario? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. sure. He doesn't <clears throat> mm-hmm. buy DLCs. So Mario not. buys all the DLCs. No. He no. wouldn't be that guy. He definitely doesn't. No. I is don't he that it. guy? Yeah, there's no way to really check. I don't think someone else's is. Because it'll just show you what your well, settings yeah, are. Sh- mm-hmm. I'm totally being sarcastic. He's that guy. So that's not a real milestone then. Dang. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <Ouch>. then. <laughs> yeah, just, that's just, hard. Round, just round it down to 80, okay? Okay. Probably correct e- though. Yeah, 80s in the range where I start to write almost pretty. Dang. All right, Sarah, let's go streaking. <laughs> Woo! Oh, let's sure, you left streaking a streaking for Sarah. Through the quad. Oh, there's my name. I was wondering which parts I was reading. <laughs> All right. Reading is good. Reading is hard. <laughs> Res Resit 42. I'm <laughs> correct. Re- reading are hard. <laughs> <laughs> is on a wow there is a lot of 10 day win streaks <laughs> <laughs> well I got yelled at for not putting them so I'm like okay fine I'll put them okay if people are alright with hearing me talk about these for a while uh, Chin, Chin Docta is also streaking for 10 days Crandy also on a 10 day streak also is it Dark Da, da Arc the Lord <laughs> Davis is on a ten day streak. B middle, B's middle. That's what I said. That's right. B's middle is also on a ten day win streak. What's the 
Is that holding up the wrap it up button. <laughs> holding up the wrap it up button. I'm going to push it. Uh, he's on a 25-day win streak. Ooh. Hot Hotan. There you go. Is, that one's correct. Yeah, Hotan 9-0 is on a 50-day win streak. High Road version 2 is on a one-year achievement streak. Mattism, Mattism, who I have been told cheats at uh, Gears Pop, it's currently on a twenty-one fifty-day achievement win streak. Then here, last minute, <laughs> slip in here. I know because Kenny sucks. That's not yeah. how I add these. That's an odd number. That it, yeah, but I wanted her to read it. Yeah, but yeah, there's there's the last minute slip in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, slip, slip big in. eel. Is currently on a 2,475 day achievement win streak. Congratulations, Big <laughs> Eel. Anyways, uh, it looks like Big Eel has also won 17,250 achievements. Yeah, Congratulations, I'm glad you're again, in a row. Big Eel. Yes, in a row. Though I was told the number was 36, but. Anyways. 37. Oh, sorry. 37. It's been a minute since I've seen that movie. It's in black and white. Like all the yes. movies yes. that Nate has ever seen. Yes. Um, Toad style Venom has reached a new milestone of 27,000 achievements won. Congratulations, Go Toad style Venom. Oh, I haven't said that in a long time. You also need to use decoys in your uh, <laughs> in your butcher horde deck. Not anymore, apparently. Not anymore. She yeah. said you suck. Suck, Stan. Probably right, won't listen my... to this either. <laughs> you and the Yankees both suck. All right. And my arch rival, Dunkos, has reached a new milestone of 350,000 gamer score. Oh, do you know anything about some leaderboards? Oh, shit. Hellgway. Uh, you, you skipped to what's going on. Yeah, you stole my job, so now I gotta get back in the groove. <laughs> Elephalet seventy seven has reached a milestone of four hundred and fifty thousand TA score. Karandi, six hundred and fifty thousand TA score. Uh Kingsman twenty six twenty five, who I may have reminded him that uh once he completed Crackdown Three Wrecking Zone he uh abandoned everyone. Uh eight hundred thousand <laughs> TA score. Ouch. But speak of the truth. And our lady friend Sasha Morning, one million seven hundred thousand TA score. Ooh, ooh. True. This is a big Kenny. one. Kenny, Sasha's not a girl. <sighs> don't don't be doing ex <laughs> hero dead horse. moves now. <laughs> now you're just reaching low territory. We're gonna talk about New Jersey next. All right, I guess you can still shit about New Jersey. New Jersey sucks. Koshmos is now in the top 100,000 at the achievements completed completion uh, circle slash circle percentage leaderboard. <laughs> God. Wait, wasn't that $10,000 earlier? I think it's 10000 <clears throat> Yeah, I think it's 10000 I, uh, I don't think I'm that, that high. Let's you might be high out. if you have some of P-Tart's brownies. <laughs> um, okay, 10000 sure. Carpe Adam now in the top 2,000 of the Gamerscore leaderboard for ID at Xbox games. That's a pretty cool one. wonder if he knows anything about uh, ID at Xbox games. Hmm. Nope, it's 100,000. Even better. 
our good friend Elphalette is now in the top 50 of the Gamerscore leaderboard for Vayners. Woo. If he didn't use the light theme, he'd be a much cooler guy, but it's a good accomplishment nonetheless. Death Dealers is now in the top 50,000 of the Gamerscore leaderboard club. And Prue was really excited to share this news in Brad Camp. Number one in the Virginia Gamerscore leaderboard for Windows. So he's oh, one, one out of six people tracked of this, and he's really excited. <laughs> I have no Good. idea why he was so excited. I am so proud of my BFF. I mean, that is quite the accomplishment. Did you help him with this in Achievement Fest? I, I'm uh, sure this was you were playing Tinker with him or something. Or, uh, or no, like, I did not Tinker oh, with Prue. Tinker with Prue. I did not Tinker with Prue. Right. That was Mango. I know. Trust me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, no. I, there, there were wild rumors that that uh, I started. I mean, that I heard <laughs> that baby Pete's heart too was me uh, conceived at Achievement Fest, but that was not the case. So, oh no, I, I am not pregnant. I better not be. You've been drinking up a storm during the recording <laughs> and eating a lot of brownies, like, like a lot. <laughs> Sports leaderboard roundup featuring the guy with a ton of hats. Wow, that's an excellent category. What if that could be? Oh, look, Hatton. Hatton. Hatton1492 is now in the top 20,000 of the TA leaderboard for hockey and 1,000 of the England TA leaderboard for hockey. <sighs> they're, legit sp- they're legit sports this week. I was expecting like a question <laughs> racing, but it's, badminton. It's probably, yeah, <laughs> curling. Yeah. Oh, man, they need a curling game. That'd be awesome. All right, we got some birthdays. Ben L72, who used to be on my uh, G-Task team in the uh, first month of the trial thing, and uh, I've disowned him since then. His birthday was October 4th. Fischer Lefleur's birthday was October 4th. Lame. <laughs> Everything that Fischer Lefleur does is lame. It's easier on space, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> also October 4th wow did their parents plan this so the person that basically created RTDL and the person that keeps RTDL going have the same birthday it's pretty crazy well happy birthday to you three and I guess well Dunko's Dunkin Donuts happy 17th birthday whatever the hell you're October 6th <laughs> you know, maybe one day you can buy some alcohol and put it in your coffee that's called an Irish coffee and it's delicious Put some Baileys in there or some mm. hazelnut thingies. Is that like okay. Irish cream creamer? Yes. All right, then. It is pretty good. I'm trying to think if there's any other derails. Nope. Time for bed. No more derails? All right. Script says we done. Aren't you going to read the... But... Yeah. <laughs> Script says we done, so we done. Nah. As always, if you enjoyed the show, please like and review us on your platform of choice. If you want to send us a Twitter tweet, you can do so by sending sending us one on the Twitter at Achievements101. <laughs> Be sure to join the Discord. Uh, link to the Discord is discord.io slash AH101. And if you enjoyed this this show, There's something wrong you with must you. be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this was insane. Thank you, Sarah. You're if, welcome. <laughs> If you enjoyed this show, you can become a patron like the wonderful, pretty Sarah over here. Thanks, Sarah. 
I just waved, but I just realized you three are the only one who could see me wave. <laughs> I see you. Yes, this and, is um, a audio podcast. We do have a new patron. Patron. Patreoni. Patronite. So thank you, new Patreon person. We re- Before the show, we recorded like 15, 20 minutes of nonsense for you guys. Hope you enjoy it. Absolutely nonsense. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't even remember what we talked about. Lots of dongles and inappropriate dog names and stuff like that. (laughs) Knobs and accessories and. So yes, uh, it's definitely (laughs) stuff that is going behind a paywall. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's uncensored. (laughs) It's uh, it'll, it'll be something, but yes, if you would like to help support the show. You can do so by checking out the, the our Patreon, patreon.com slash achievementhunting101. All of the links for all of this stuff will be in the show notes. And hopefully if L does his job, there will also be some show notes. But if nothing else, there will be my the job links. This week. Hopefully I can get my audio uploaded in a proper fashion. That too. All right, guys. Class dismissed. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Hello, everyone. I'm Waka Pale. And I'm the 80th person on True Achievement's survival leaderboard, despite not really liking the genre, and certainly not playing them as intended. So how did I end up there? Exploits! I've already told you about how I got tons of score out of Minecraft and the Ark Survival Evolved, barely learning how to play the games. Next up is Ark Survival Evolved spin-off Pixark. Despite not fact-checking this segment, it will probably take me longer to put together than it took me to get all of Pixar's 32 achievements worth 1000 gamer score and 1150 TA. Pixar was released into the game preview program for free for a limited time before they upped the price to $25, which in my mind is $25 too much. At release, This mess of a game got even more expensive, upping the price to $40, which is $40 too much for this weird Ark Minecraft hybrid. While looking like an ugly Minecraft clone, it manages to run as poorly as the way more impressive looking Big Brother Ark. Fortunately for achievement hunters, Pixark follows in Ark's footsteps and offers console commands to easily obtain most achievements. There are only two luck-based ones that might cause you trouble, but only because the game does not deserve your money and can be completed within the free one-hour trial. I highly recommend a good written achievement guide, such as the walkthrough on TA and using a keyboard either directly in your Xbox or streamed to a PC. Many claim that the game can be completed within 15 minutes, which is reasonable if you find all you need in your first world. Unfortunately for me, I did not and had to create several new ones which all took way longer than they should to load. If you worry about future title updates, I can't be certain, but considering how bad the Xbox port of Pixar looks, plays and performs, I'd say that will not happen. If it against all odds does, you can download a new trial on a second account to get another hour to obtain any new achievements. Thankfully the completion can be yours in around 30 minutes and then you can uh, shove Pixar off your hard drive and out of your mind. 1000 gamer score richer, 0 dollars poorer, wondering who 
willingly would pay $40 to play Pixar. Have a nice day everyone. Welcome back to the Achievement Hunting 101 Game Club for Oxenfree. I am Kronos, and tonight for our discussion, I am joined by Freemhol. Hello! And Tart TX. Hey! So this time, we're going to catch up with where people are, because last time we had to cut our discussion short. We were running a little bit long at our discussion of the Clarissa side of the loop, and we ended going back to Hardin Tower and realizing we had a decision to make about who we were going to go into town with. And I mentioned at the end of last week that I had, in my playthrough, elected to go into town with Nona. Uh, who do you guys choose to take to go into town with you? I chose to go with Jonas because I've kind of stuck with him the entire way. And I don't know, I just felt like I needed to stay faithful to him. And I went with Nona as well. She was delightful. And it's her birthday, so come on! Well, not, not quite yet. Her birthday is in three oh, days, okay. assuming we can get off the island and she can celebrate her birthday. But yeah, we, we know this now if we would take Nona, and, and that may come up a little bit later on as well. The path you walk is obviously the same. But the, the conversations you have along the way are going to be very different because Nona, this is, in a lot of cases, the very first chance you have to really meet and interact with Nona for uh, a lot of folks. Absolutely. Whereas you, Petard, are going to just mostly have more of Jonas. And we've gotten to know Jonas pretty well already through the night, having gone around both sides of the loop with, uh, of the island with him so far. But we get to know him better as well, get to see a different side of him, perhaps. So how was that walk for you? Uh, Freem, why don't you tell us about this stuff that you and Nona talked about well, you know, so here's the thing. I totally forgot where we left off. Uh, and so I, like, I looked at my map, and it di I didn't know. I knew we were trying to find the boathouse or whatever, or, like, the, you know, the key for the boathouse. And I was like, okay, I don't know where that is. So I started wandering around the island uh, quite a bit. And all I could hear was Nona talking about, boy, do you think Clarissa's okay? Where's Clarissa? How does Clarissa do? And, how, and it's like, God, just shut up about Clarissa. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Don't you have anything else to friend, say? And she's worried. Well, there was that, there was that weird uh, bit where she was like, um, I totally remember you in that one class. And like, I passed it off like, oh, yeah, no, no don't worry about it. You know, I, we don't really hang out. I get it. I thought that was kind of weird. But yeah, the whole time it was just, she was so obsessive about Clarissa. Okay. How about you, uh, Pizarro? Uh, what was the conversation like with Jonas trying to get to town? Um, so this was for my playthrough a couple weeks ago, but uh, I don't remember the every single intimate detail that we talked about. But the biggest thing I do remember is he talked about his time that he spent in jail. And I found that Ooh. very shocking. Yeah, we had an opportunity to discuss with him earlier whether he had gone to jail or not. And if you actually uh, point blank ask him, he denies it. But now it's been an issue where we've gone through some trauma together, and he's opening up. He's telling us a little bit about it. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. Apparently, he just lost his temper and beat up a kid at school. And I believe he talks about uh, his mom a little bit, Her, his mom that passed away on our walk as well. Hmm. Mm -hmm. That's obviously been a very formative thing for him. Obviously, uh, a death, especially the first time that someone that you love dies, is very hard. 
And when you are young, it's that much harder, especially when someone is close to you as that. So this has affected him profoundly, and it really is a major point in his backstory that is going to come up again as we go further into the game. But we are going to make it to the town, and basically as soon as we get to town, we meet Clarissa again. Hey, there she is! She's just hanging out on top of the light post, doing whatever she wants, because she's yeah. Clarissa. Well, and you see her, and it's like immediately red eyes, or when she starts mumbling all sorts of garbage, and it's like, hey, I know how to handle this, guys. Let me bust out my radio. We've been through this before. Mm-hmm. Yep, creepy Clarissa. Yeah, but this one was different. So, and I, I, I have to assume this happened to you guys uh, when you start messing with that radio, and Clarissa freaks out on you. So I got, like, I found, I tuned it, right? I got the first triangle. It's like, all right, you know, we'll just do this again. And I go to the second triangle, and immediately after the second triangle shows up, she's like, you think you can control me? I'm like, whoa, hey, I'm just here trying to help. Like, you know, and I don't remember what she said after that, but Alex is like, hey, like, it helped the others. They're kids. They've never been through. They've they've never been through anything. Whoa! This was real aggressive. What's going on here? Well, Clarissa has always been the aggressive one. Uh, uh, you know, in our very first conversation, I mentioned just how aggressive she was and how that makes her uh, a very divisive character. And, and she was so aggressive, you called her the wing bitch. Oh yeah. So she's just playing true to type here. Absolutely. Even when she's possessed. <laughs> well, at that point too, because she says like they they are kids like. She, you know, it. She's not even referring to herself as Clarissa, right? It's, it's, it's. I mean, this isn't Clarissa. Whatever entity is possessing her is clearly addressing me as Alex, and Alex, as the character, knows. Like, I know you're not Clarissa, but you're also not helpful, and you're being kind of mean about it. The uh, the entities are spending less and less time pretending, and in a lot of ways, that makes it actually creepier. Oh yeah. Because they seem like they feel like they're in control. They they are in control, but. She is still Clarissa. This is perhaps the real Clarissa for the first time in a, a long time. Yeah. So you're gonna finish off the triangle with her and No, I never got to. I never did did you did you did you guys get to finish the triangle? No way. All of a sudden like the ghosty zipped out and she looked bad, and all of a sudden ghost zipped out and then Clarissa, you know, just like when all, all the entities leave, the body becomes limp and Clarissa just does a face plant off the top of a street light right onto the ground. And then, mm-hmm. and, and then gets up and yep. I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. Like, what? what you, you were dead like a minute ago? Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm a, a little foggy. I remember seeing you. That's it, a little weird. I'm like, you know, th- again, I don't have the option as the character to say this, but as the player, I'm thinking, you just took a face full of concrete. Like, how are you okay? What's going on? From like 10 or 12 feet up. Yeah. It's a regular occurrence for her. I mean, she did it out of a building and now off a lamppost, so... Yeah, we have we do have a, a sort of a... Not a full time loop, because we don't have to do anything with the magnetophones this time around. So it's not quite the same, but she, something happens and she's gone. And we go back to our mission of trying to find the key to get into the Adler house so we can get her boat and get out of here. Yeah, so we get to... We, we, we break down a door, a little breaking and entering. You broke in. Uh... Petart, did you break in? Uh, I just pushed the door. Is that breaking in? Like, I just shoved the door? You shoved it. Yeah, but come on. I mean, you had to, you had to put your shoulder into it. I made Jonas do it. <laughs> yeah, he's a criminal. You do it. Jonas can actually pick the lock. Oh, really? He picks the lock That's at the top cool. of the tower, and he can pick the lock here if you take Jonas with you. He, uh, he can open that uh, if you just give him a few minutes. Uh, if you bring Nona, you have to break in by 
both of you pushing on the door because neither of you is strong enough to do it by yourself. And if yeah. somewhat similar if you bring Ren, if my recollection is correct. But if you bring Jonas, he'll pick the lock for you if you let him. Interesting. So inside the museum, there's a lot of little things to look at. Some, you know, Like I said before, this game is just chock full of interesting details. And this room is one of those places where there's a lot of little details that don't necessarily add a ton to the story, but give it a lot of... It shows that this place is alive. But you can find the radio, which you need to find, and gave it away. The new key is a new radio. Mm-hmm. And this new radio has extra stations on it. It goes much higher and much lower on the dial yes. than your regular radio does. Yeah, like down to 50, 50 hertz. And that means you can pick up new yep, signals. Up to 150 Isn't it up to 150? or 140 or something. It was, it's, it's way out there. No, but it's like 170, 180. I know, frequencies are way messed up. The range is probably twice as big as your basic radio. So with the radio and our key, it's time to make our way to the Adler house. This is a short walk. It's just a few screens away. This can't possibly take too long. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm, of course, making a joke because it takes a little while. What makes this thing take so long? Because we go back in time. We've got a flashback. We've got a bunch of flash. Well, it's... So the first one, and I think this was this was back when you were breaking in that door, was like, it was like the beach scene, but you were in the town, right? You were playing truth or slap, but you were in the town, right? That was your, during your conversation with Clarissa? Yes, that's when Clarissa disappears. Yeah. So she, she's taking you back to that section, then, then she's going to vanish. So, yeah, super confrontational with her there. Um, and, I, and I started to come clean about that. So then when we start walking, we're back in time now, and Clarissa is... It's, it flashes back to a year ago, and you are with Michael, and Clarissa is totally normal. Clarissa is happy. She's not just normal. She's happy. Yes, and Alex has brown hair. Good catch. That is correct. She does. Oh, I didn't. I did not see that. I, I mean, I, I know now that you said it, and I hear that, but I didn't put that together initially. So the Alex's brain from right now and experiencing all this is sort of placed in this Alex's body from a year ago knowing all the things she currently does knowing that Alex is going to die and that she and Clarissa and Alex are um, sorry Michael are out on this beach trip for a date night essentially and she's chaperoning it but she knows this is how this is going to end and she's confused because she doesn't think that this is she's been transported back in reality in time she thinks that somehow this is just the island playing tricks on her again, which, fair point, it probably is. You have a couple of interesting conversation options here. Uh, couple, a couple of the things I want to point out, and then we can talk about uh, some of the things you guys had as specific examples. Michael, during this period of time, talks about how their parents have been fighting. They were yep. already fighting before he passes away, so their relationship was a bit on the rocks. And there's a time in here where you get your chance to make a choice to tell Michael how you think he should handle his relationship with Clarissa. She wanders off to get a cold drink from town, and you have a heart-to-heart with your brother. What do you think? Is this is this going to work out? Should I let it go or stay out of the way? Another interesting thing about this flashback that I noticed is that the soundtrack that is so pervasive throughout this entire game, so successful in setting the mood, is completely absent in this flashback. Yeah. I did not notice that. What else happened to the flashback for you guys? Did this flashback start with that scene where they were playing Truth or Slap when they first got on the island? Or no, that was did we go past flashback that, that we, we've, we've gone past that. We can certainly go back if there's something important there. That's the flashback that sort of segues us from Clarissa taking the faceplant 
onto the concrete to the point where she disappears because we need some sort of... If she were just to vanish, it'd be surprising. We need a visual cue that something has changed, that we've had a scene change, even though we haven't left this, the area. So that flashback is happening there. Um, and it was an interesting one. We're definitely getting a lot of information out of Clarissa there. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back to that one for a sec because that keyed in onto my behavior for this flashback with Michael is when it, when it first happened and I was there... And I started freaking out, and I was getting, you know, mad, and Clarissa was yelling at me, and, you know, we we're talking about Michael drowning and stuff, and Nona came up and supported me. Like, she was like, hey, knock it off, Clarissa, you're being a jerk, you know, whatever. And so then when that little time loop thing ended, and Nona was there with me, and she was kind of like, hey, you know, because she, had, she hadn't experienced a time loop with Alex before, who obviously, you know, being able to, having us as the the fourth wall here, letting us know, yeah, we know what's going on, but Nona doesn't. And so I was very much like super blasé about the whole fact that there are ghosts and time loops and we're going back in time. And so I was just kind of, oh yeah, deja vu. Oh yeah, constantly dealing with these ghosts things. Yeah, don't worry about it. And I was super nonchalant about it. Like, okay, I'm Alex. I'm the main character. I'm in control, quote unquote, in control when it comes to these time loop things. I'm the only one who, you know, has this external point of view and can and knows what's going on. So, you know what, Nona? Just hold my beer. I'll take care of what's going on. <laughs> and, and so then when we get to this Michael scene, I'm kind of doing the same thing. I'm back in time, like you had said, with the knowledge of the future. And so I'm like, these things need to happen, Michael. Like, don't, you know, and I said to him, you got to dump Clarissa. Get rid of her. You know, and he he's leaving. He wants out. So just, you know, go do your thing. Get out of here because I know you got to get away from the water at least. Obviously, I didn't have an <laughs> option to, to say that kind of thing. But I'm playing it off like I'm coming back from the future to help you. I'm changing the events of the past. And it's written so well where the the comments that I'm thinking I'm making, Michael is obviously – has no idea what's going on and he's turning them and that's where the comment about oh yeah well just because our parents are fighting they fight all that you know that happens it's okay it's nothing to do with us and i'm thinking i'm not talking about our parents i'm talking about the fact that you died and for the last year i've been trying to deal with it you know and he's thinking oh no they're okay it'll be fine it's like it's not gonna be fine what is wrong with you and at that point when i yelled you know it's not fine is when i was just like I, I can't do anything. I can't change anything. And and so I just need to let Michael know how I feel about him. You know, this might be my chance, my only chance here to kind of see him again. Um, and so so kind of just being worn down by the fact that I it was helpless to do anything is uh, is what, what keyed me in. I actually had this conversation. So I'm going to take a little tangent here. I had this conversation with my son, who is uh, 11, um, about time travel and how you can't go backwards in time. And we were talking about the movie or the, you know, the H.G. Wells book, The Time Machine, and the fact that, like, you know, the time machine can't exist if his wife doesn't die because his wife triggers him to make the time machine. And so those two things have to happen so that the events take place as they do. And so I finally got to that point in this story where it was like, if Michael doesn't die, then I'm not here. So I can't, I just, I can't change anything, and I have to watch his final days um, as a flashback, and it's super depressing, and I just, ugh, 
I'm just down, you know? Uh, so quick question for you, Freem, since you chose a different companion. In that first uh, initial uh, flashback with them on the beach, you know, when they first arrived, uh, did Clarissa flat out blame you for Michael's death? Yeah, I think so. Okay, because that, yeah, that really stood out to me. Um, and and I, I, I said it wasn't my fault. I also said the same thing. That definitely stood out to me that she was blaming. I mean, that's, you know, a lot of reason that she has a bitterness toward Alex is because she blames him for Michael's death because, you know, Alex is the one who insisted that they needed to go back out to the island. She wanted to go for a swim. You know, she wanted to go out one yeah. last time before he left. And yeah, I mean, provided a lot more. I guess I understand where Clarissa is coming from a little bit more. And right. with segueing to that, uh, I made the decision for uh, when we went time traveled back that he should stay with Clarissa because, you know, you got to see a different side of her. And I guess I understood why she has that bitterness. Mm, sure. Mm -hmm. I went ahead and said, like, I know what she becomes. So dump her, get rid of her. She's mean. She's a bully. Like, I've seen her true colors. You've seen what she's like when she's stressed out. It doesn't have to be your death right. that stresses her out, but something's going to stress her out, and you don't want to see that yeah. when it happens. Right. That's kind of where I was, the angle I was taking. So I have a question for you guys. You've both given me the answer of what choice you made, but remember that when you were on the loop where you saved Ren, you had the reflection tell you what to do when this time came up. Did you listen to your reflection, or did you make your own choice? No, I think I, I did the same. I did what my reflection said, is to get them to, to break up. I don't remember what my reflection told me to do. So that's a very emotional flashback sequence, and we come out of it, and our companion, Nona, and on Freeman in my case, or Jonas, in your case, Petart, is standing above us as we are on the ground, and is telling us that you know, we were kind of out of it. We were basically possessed. While we were having that flashback, our body was doing what Clarissa's body was just doing a few minutes ago, or what Jonas's body was doing when we spoke about this last week, or what Ren's body was doing two weeks ago. The ghosts mm -hmm. are getting to us, too, and this is what we see when that happens. Oh, so the other characters are seeing flashbacks, or... They might. They're not guess... talking about it. No, they're seeing us... Yeah, it, it, it seems as though they're seeing... Alex dancing around like a puppet and being lifted up in the air and weird stuff. And since no one else has the radio, they can't help us out, so it just has to wear off after a few minutes. I also want to say that during the very end of this flashback, as we come back to that main sequence, the bottom and top of the screen get that staticky, warped look that you often see when you're in your time loops, and right. I think that's meaningful. I'm not entirely sure what it's supposed to signify, but it's there for a reason. Well, I think it just means, uh, to me, it means like you are in in a dimensional shift. Like you're not in whatever, you know, you consider the real world, but you have shifted into a different plane of existence. You know, maybe time is different or even which year or when this takes place could be different. But I just get the the, the impression that, like if you had a candle burning, and you went to this staticky area, like the wax wouldn't be diminishing at all. Like time kind of stands still. That that's my that's how I feel when I see this type of that type of uh, visual imagery. Mm -hmm. Makes a lot of sense. We get back up and we walk the rest of the way to the front of Maggie Adler's house, where we get to the locked gate, and we get to the rest of our party in our uh, yeah, freedom case. Out. 
<laughs> Jonas or Ren are right there, and in your case, Pete's heart, I'm going to guess that uh, since you brought Jonas, Ren and Nona are hanging out in front. But yep. in either case, Clarissa is missing. So we have mm-hmm. four people. She ran off again. She's well. We we we're not entirely sure when we've seen her last. She was probably the person who was on top of the lamppost, and we had interactions with her, but we're not entirely sure which ones are even the real her at this point, and perhaps we never will be. I thought it was funny, because obviously, I had mentioned last time that I left, I was so sick of Jonas and Ren, that I left them up in the tower. I'm like, you guys figure out your stuff. And so immediately, the first thing I asked them was like, oh, did you guys make up? And like, they were both, yeah, whatever. We're fine. <laughs> they like didn't want to talk about it. Like they clearly didn't do what I told them to do. They're still being antagonistic. You jerks, guys. So it's our turn to open up the gate, and we have the new lock mechanic being brought to us. So for this lock mechanic, we tune the radio just like every other time, and it opens up the lock. Except that the tuning is slightly different because it's on the newer radio, and you have to hold it. It's the same kind of thing. It's the radio, so it's not yeah. too hard, and you can get across and into the next scene. Our th- threshold. And this was going to be where we were going to have our stop last week, but I'm glad we stopped early because obviously there's a lot of stuff we had to cover here. Honestly, I had forgotten about that flashback sequence with Michael and oh, Clarissa sure. on the beach. I thought that was later, and so therefore I thought we had less stuff to cover. But that's obviously a really big portion of the game and needs to have a, a, a reasonable period of discussion. We get into Maggie Adler's house area, and we see the boat. There is a boat. Yay! Yep. I will say that that this house... So, I, you know, when you see that boat and you're like, hey, n- no keys, we can't drive it. What are we going to do? Well, maybe we can get into this house. Another one of those locks is in there. And so you're cruising around this house. So at this point, I have, I've, I've stretched myself out very thin this week. Uh, as I recorded with the rest of the show last night uh, for, a, for a little segment. And I needed to get this done. So it was like 1 a.m. And again... 100% kudos to the sound design team. This house, with just its creaking, was terrifying. I was so unnerved simply just walking around this house with its just slight noises, and I, oh man, it was just so unsettling. That's really the immersion that a pair of headphones can get to you. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say halfway through my exploration during this house, I actually just hit pause. Got up, left the room, and came back. (laughs) Yes, because I'm like, something is going to happen very soon. I can just... You can feel the tension building. Yes. Well, first of all, (laughs) as soon as you open the lock, you see Clarissa. She's already in the house. Yep. That was And she's not glowing. No, she's She's not glowing. She's not possessed. But she somehow got in there. She says she climbed in through the kitchen window. But isn't it like at the beginning of where the story where... You know, that weird time shift happened and everybody ended up in different places across the island. Is it just that again? And she happened to get dropped in the kitchen of the house? Makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, maybe. I also don't think she really did uh, sneak in the kitchen window. Because with the front door locked with this particular security lock and knowing what we are going to learn about Maggie Adler, I don't think she's the kind of person who would have left the kitchen window open. Unlocked. Yeah. No, that's that's totally, totally fair. And... You know, Clarissa is right back after the flashback. She was nice and friendly. She's right back in hitting it hard. She does not like us. She's attacking us again right from the start. It is remarkable, in fact, how the personality shifted so suddenly from us in terms of uh, continuity. It, it can be a bit like Whiplash. Yeah, she's super un- unfriendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she gets real vicious here. 
Looking for the boat keys. Where are the boat keys? We gotta explore the house. You hear all the creaking. There's a lot of memorabilia around. There's a picture of Maggie and some friends of hers. There's a bunch of books. The books are really interesting. There's uh, books on all kinds of cult sciences, on real sciences, religion, everything you'd expect to see in a, a, a nice house for someone of Maggie Adler's age. Eventually, you're going to go and explore the attic, though, because that's where you need to go. Yep. Does going to the attic seem like a wise idea? Isn't that kind of a creepy thing? I mean, Jonas brings this up. He says that attics are always kind of creepy because it's confined spaces and dark and spiders and all these things that just make it creepy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, completely nothing scary about attics. <laughs> so when you go to the chest and it's got that lock on it, is there any way to have that code before you get up there? Yes. Yes, I did that by accident. So did I. You, you went in that room with Ren first? Yep, when I was ex- when I was exploring, I had gone into the basement first, yes. Yes, and I went in there with Jonas. Yeah, I actually went into the basement area before I went into the house on my first playthrough. Me too. I had, even before I unlocked the door and met Clarissa, I'd already explored that area. I, I did that as well. Interesting. Yeah, no, I, did, I didn't I did do that at all. I was in the house, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I need a, I need a, a code. I'm like, okay, there's all this crap on the walls. There's all sorts of stuff. I gotta, it's gotta be here somewhere. And then I saw at the bottom of my screen, and it was Ren, open that little basement door outside, and I'm like, okay. I've played enough video games. I I think I know what's going on here. They're signposting for you pretty well throughout. It's uh, the game really does do a pretty good job of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kronos and I were just playing more efficiently. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, you do need to go to the basement to get the code. And in the basement, there's more memorabilia, more books, and uh, a reel-to-reel video player and slide machine and some decks of slides and and photos. You can play around with them a little bit, but we'll come back to that later on because we're going to have to use that in a few minutes anyway. But you get the code either before you explore the house or after, and you go back up to the attic and you put the code in, and inside the chest is just more radios and debris, basically. Not what we're looking for at all. Except that Jonas finds the keys. So we missed it, but Jonas finds it. Or did Jonas have the keys all along? Well, that's an interesting take. (laughs) He's uh, practicing his prestidigitation and pulls them out of his back pocket and sneaks them into the chest. Interesting. Yeah, that was weird. Well, I mean, look at his history. He's been to jail. He can pick locks. He gets in the fights. And I don't know. He He's kind of a shady guy. That's super. Yeah, that's a good take. I, I never even considered. I, I like it as well. I hadn't considered it either. And uh, I... I think it brings a lot of extra nuance to this situation that is very reasonable. So one of the things I noticed as you're exploring the house is that there are candles all over the house, like big, tall pillar candles, and they're scattered in interesting patterns. It's almost like occult rituals are taking place here. At least that was a read that I had on it at one point. I didn't even notice the candles. Is this before or after the house kills all kitty wumpus on you? That's a fair point. I only noticed it after, uh, so let's get to that. Uh, But I think they were there before. But I did notice it after. And what happens is, well, now we got the boat keys. Cool. We've got the keys. We've got everyone. Clarissa's in the house, too. Guys, it's time to go home. Game's over. Let's get out of here. Just go down the stairs and... Aw, oh, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just like addicts aren't creepy, the video game's just going to wrap up all simple, neat, and square there. So. Yep, we win. Yeah, I have uh, my note here is <laughs> Lee Corso's line. Not so fast, my friends. Uh, yeah. Going down the stairs triggers our next time loop. We end up back in the attic, and Clarissa's talking Uh to us. 
Everybody's sleeping. Are they sleeping? The first people I saw were all the, the I mean, you know, I put quotes around the word sleeping because when we see, <laughs> when we see this, it's very much like they're just sacks of potatoes, just limp bodies. But they're in at least upright positions, like they fell asleep on a couch, except Nona, who's crumpled on the floor. But the other two boys are, like, at least propped up against something. Yeah, I mean, it's plausible that they could be sleeping. Um, and so I saw them first, and then creepy Clarissa gets in there, and oh boy. Come and talk to me. And you can check on everybody first. You know, you can delay it as much as you want, but you're not getting anywhere until you go into the living room mm-hmm. and have a chat with Clarissa. And so I, like, at this point I was trying my hardest to avoid the mirror i just i felt super uneasy with this mirror and and so i'm just trying to dodge this whole thing and then um yeah walk over to clarissa and the fact like she has still very much her voice like it's not it's not that distortion voice that we were typically hearing it's still you know there's still a bit of that in the background but it's very much clarissa you know, it, almost like you're having a conversation with her, maybe a little bit of echo on there, but it's not where it's that weird, like, choppiness that we were getting from these ghosts before. Yeah, I mean, they maybe slip through occasionally, but it's usually Clar- Clarissa's voice telling us and interacting with us rather than what you're experiencing before. Yeah, I noticed that I noticed the difference as well, that time frame. Yeah, it her voice was a lot more clear. It wasn't so, like, I don't know authoritative like the recordings or like that scratchiness that we're used to hearing from those entities but what she says i didn't write down the transcript on this one because ultimately what they are saying here isn't so important in terms of the 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 wording that they use because because they're using clarissa's voice it's much clearer and they are actually communicating in very, very clear terms. Uh, but they're going to play a game with us. Oh, yeah. They're going to play a game just like they played Hangman with us before. Now it's time to have a scavenger hunt. Well, and like I wrote this statement down because it really got me was, this is the final part of your training, Alex. Yes. I was like, wait, what? What is? What are you talking about? What, what training? What are we, what, you know? And, and the... The Clarissa entity is consistently using the pronoun we, you know, we are doing this and we need this and we are. And it's like, oh, boy. okay, (laughs) everything's coming to a head now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So before the start of that game, uh, she sings that little ditty, something about candles. And then she sings about chopping off your heads. Oh, that really creeped me out and got to me. Yeah. Right? She was just singing all, like, almost happy, like... I There was a song, I don't remember the specifics, but I remember I was unsettled. Yes, yes. That's this game's specialty, is unsettling yeah, us. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I was hoping you'd have the transcript on that one, because that was... Yeah, that was really creepy. The The gist of it is that, you know, it's it's clear, you know, well, as Freem's saying, the weep pronoun, the ghosts are the sunken, the soldiers, sailors officers who were on the submarine Mm -hmm. and what they are after as we find out through this game and in the conversation before and after the game they are very upset that they died in their youth and they want more life right seems pretty reasonable unfortunately they found a path to get more life or so they think and they talk about maggie adler and her friend anna that this is not the first time this particular series events has occurred 
Maggie has had a run-in with us before, and her friend Anna has had a friend mm-hmm. run-in with her before. And when that happened, Anna died. Whatever happened, it went really bad for Anna because the ghosts tried to get yeah. into her and live inside of her, and something about it went wrong. Is is this... Did, yeah, did this happen after the game? Or... Because I'm trying to think yeah. of the, the the clue for, you know, I, I, how did everybody do at the game? Oh, I did terrible. Uh, I got B2. I got, only got one out of three. Okay, I got two of them. Um, are they the same? Radiation and not, and then memories or whatever as the clues? No, I actually had, I had different ones, I thought. Or no, are those the clues? Okay, no, you had to find the those TV. Those are the clues, yeah. TV. Yeah, the that, letter. That and Picture the, oh, it was a letter? Mine was a picture of that knot on the wall. Oh, mine was like, it referred to like a book or some kind of notes for my second one. Oh, interesting. Coronas, did you have the knot? I had the knot as well, but I have also had the letter, yes. So okay. I've had them both. Interesting. Is, oh, I suppose, yeah, you've had multiple, duh, to get the completion, you need multiple playthroughs. Um, and at always, does the second one flip the yes. house upside down? Just like in the Hangman game. Okay. Gosh, that was really oh, hard to so navigate. Hard. That's why I definitely missed that one. You're trying to find these things. You don't necessarily know where they are. How much exploring yeah. you did in the house beforehand matters, but they weren't interactable before. So unless you were really paying attention, and you know the art no. style in this game is really nice and it sets the tone, but it's not super detailed. So you're not necessarily going to see, you know, a picture of a knot or a portrait or, you know, fortunately you see the bookcases. But you're looking for some really small things sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and she doesn't give you much time. Yeah, she counts from ten. No, that's what caught me up on the memories thing. Because, so I struggled to get to the knot because it was upside down. And then I, so I, I knew I had my third one and I was like, boy, she counts really fast. So I, I parked myself at the top of the stairs so I could, you know, go in all three directions. And then she said memories. I'm like, okay, it's got to be a picture of some sort. And I, so I walked over by Ren because he's got that big wall of whatever. And I keep hitting A, I'm tap, 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 tap. I go, oh, no, okay. <gasps> you know what? Maybe it's a... Maybe it's like one of those weird riddle things. And it's like, oh, memory. Like, I'm the memory. I'm going to go to the mirror uh, because that thing's been freaking me out. I wonder if something's mm-hmm. going to happen. And so I went the wrong way and missed the stupid picture. And the third one can also be upstairs or downstairs. So because the third one can change as well. You can either have a portrait of Maggie and oh, really? Anna or you can have uh, a picture on the wall. So it's both times it's a picture, but it's so mine was Maggie and Anna. Either upstairs or downstairs, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, mine was Maggie and Anna as well. So, Freem, when you answered your, you said you got one wrong. Who disappeared? Yeah, who disappeared when that happened? Ren got warped into oblivion. So Nona went first for me, and then Jonas, and I was left with Ren. Yeah, I wonder why that would be. If there's, is it random? Do you have any idea, Coronas? Which ones did you guys get wrong? Uh, You said that. The one that you missed was the portrait. Uh, Pitar, did you get the portrait one? Uh, and which one did you miss? Or which two did you miss? I you only, only got, the, got portrait. the portrait. I, I got the portrait So correct. that was the one that uh, Freem missed. So that'd be my guess as to how it's programmed. That, so that it's per thing sure. to a specific individual. And then... You missed the first one, it's Nona. You missed the second one is... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. After having played it the first time, I didn't make a mistake again the second and third time. So I, I didn't see the pattern there so that's my guess yeah it could be so yeah we finished the game we have the conversation we continue that and that's where the stuff that was happening was it becomes very clear the ghosts are telling us what their plan is they are going to take over our bodies so that they can live their lives that were ripped away from them and you know they're still very angry about their deaths and they have zero sympathy for us 
and we have zero sympathy for them. And we can even say as much, but it doesn't matter. This is their plan, and they are seeming like oh, yeah. they're going to be able to enact it. Well, and I, you know, after this game, because they had said others played the game before, Anna and Margaret, only one survived. Like, you know, but we found a way. The, the way we did it initially didn't work. We went too fast. We need to soak in. Exactly. I love the wording there. Like waves. We need to absorb into your friends, and we will grow and morph, and Anna was too fast. We need to soak. The, the word soak was so... It's, it's so evocative. Um, I, I love how that played out. Yeah, it's, it's poetic out. language here, how sunlight blooms into flowers and how they're going to soak into our bodies. Mm-hmm. And it, it maybe explains some of their rationale for why they're playing the games with us because they need to introduce themselves to us slowly rather than trying to just slam their way in and take over. So I have a little note here, and this is where my wild speculation comes into play. Uh, you want, you want, should we hear it now or should we play out Go this for it. Let's hear speculation. Okay. So... As hearing this and hearing the you know hearing the words soak and and getting all this, my brain was thinking, okay, so Michael died a year ago, and then we were here on this island. Has Clarissa been possessed since then? And she is like a siren luring us back to the island one more time, knowing like, okay, I gotta get my friends' bodies. So for like a whole year, you know, we've been having this little group and I'm trying to get you all come to the island because I need you to be here and I know that you know that piece of work Alex can't keep her nose out of things and so she's gonna jerk around at the radio and that'll open the door for us to come uh so so in my head I'm I don't know again seems way out there but I I'm I'm maybe Clarissa is uh, not so great (laughs) Interesting. So I guess this may be a dumb question, but what brought them to the island to begin with? I mean, it doesn't seem like it's a very happy place for them if the last time they went there, Michael drowned. So I misunderstood your question. I thought for a second you were asking what brought the ghosts to the island. Well, they've been there in the entire time. In fact, we asked them that or had a chance to ask them that in a previous uh, session. And they say, uh, "What? why are we here? What a question. We never left. Now, what brings... Uh, Alex and Clarissa back to the island after the tragedy, you know, a year later to, you know, have a drinking party on the beach that doesn't seem particularly safe when you know that a friend of yours or your brother has died on that beach drowning. It's, it's tough. Why come back? Because it's a tradition, uh, this island has a real place in the hearts of the townsfolk of the island. They all and seem to do this. It's a ritual for kids in this grade to do it. Now, why are only these ones there rather than the rest of their class? That's a fair question. They didn't have to come, clearly, but they did. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes us do the things we do, uh, and what makes these characters do this particular thing? That's that's a tough question. I don't have a good answer for you right now. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, kind of thought thought piece there. They finished telling us their plan. Yep. Now do we get to talk about the mirror? They finished telling us their plan, and Clarissa disappears, and we are in that whole time loop thing again. And there are the three magnetophones. We got three this time. This is a familiar routine now, though. We've done it before. So now it's time to run about the house and turn off all of the magnetophones and spin them around to get the music playing. And that requires you to walk in front of the mirror. And when you walk in front of the mirror, Mm -hmm. oh, it's happening again. You get another vision of yourself. The name. Someone is telling you something else to do when you get the next chance as you. And there's another gamer tag. 
So we talked about this last time, so we had a chance to pay attention to it. Who is the gamer tag you had this time? Was it the same one as last time, or was it a new person? New. Yeah, mine's pretty funny, so I'll let uh, P-Tart answer. Uh, you guys both know that I failed to pay attention <laughs> to the other ones. I do not know if it's new, but this time it was uh, Matriarch. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. What did Matriarch tell you to do? Uh, I just got so excited that I actually paid attention. <laughs> To the gamer tag that I, <laughs> uh, I know she said something about Michael, and that is about all I caught. And I ran the hit the pause button because I was writing down her gamer tag and missed what was said. Sure, sure. She has the choice to tell you to um, tell Michael to go away to college, tell Michael to stay and don't go away to college, or to tell him to do whatever he wants. Essentially, to not push him one way or the other. I think that's what I chose as the last one. Go out on your own. Do your own thing. So who is your uh, gamer tag then, Frame? So my gamer tag, and I don't remember seeing this pop up at any time, but anyway, it was um, Andrew Reiner of Game Informer. Uh, <laughs> he's on my friends list, and so he was the one who told me that Michael should go do his own thing. Um, I don't know if he, he's, what, the chief? He's not, So Andy McNamara is the head guy, and he's like second in command at Game Informer. Cool. But he lives here in Minnesota, obviously. So, yeah, he was the one who told me. So thanks, Reiner. <laughs> thanks for giving us the advice. So mm -hmm. you finish looping the time thing. You get out of it, and everyone is ill. They're sick to their stomachs. They do not feel at all well. And this time, they have a memory. They remember you having a conversation with Clarissa in the living room, and they seem to remember what that conversation actually was. They, uh, they're... they're concerned about it rather than just being oblivious the way they usually have been so you don't have to tell them what's been going on they already know it yeah i do find it interesting that everyone was back except for clarissa again i was a little nervous when the nona and jonas disappeared i thought i had killed them yet again <laughs> but yeah i was very relieved <laughs> i was very relieved to see them back and of course obviously clarissa is mia again. i do want to stop for a second to give credit again to night school studios for their amazing success in keeping the suspense up they have played this exact same trick many many times the character dies but they didn't actually die and the character dies again, but they didn't actually die. Yeah. And essentially, every single time it happens, I'm thinking, this time it's real. This time I actually killed him. Oh, God, they're dead, and it's my fault. <laughs> it's really a credit to their storytelling <laughs> and their game design and narrative that they can make that suspense last, even when they're playing the exact same trick on us. Did you fall for it too, Frame? I was, I mean, yes, kind of. I was like, okay, great. Where what happened, everybody? We're all gone, and uh, trying to re recoup again. But at this point, I'm like so on a mission. It's like, you know what? Because during the whole um, scene down at the uh, the pier, the dock there, where you're kind of learning about uh, Adler, and she's, you know, I found her. I found a letter uh, on the ground next to the building. There's the the mail slot there. That was my first collectible letter. And it talked about essentially a treasure map, right? I mean, that's it's not really the term they used, but ultimately that's what it was like. I was like, oh, she, she she had things on this island. She knew about this island. There were secrets. There's something. And because uh, my Alex is very much an adventurous uh, person, she was, oh, we got to go figure out this treasure. And so after all this nonsense with Clarissa happened, and it's like, by because at this point, doesn't Clarissa say, by dawn, 
you know, we're gonna just going to take over. So have some fun for the last couple hours of your life. And I was thinking, okay, hey, you know, so I, I barely paid attention where everyone was because it's like, listen, nobody else knows except me. We got to go. I'm going. I got this treasure map or I need to figure out what's going on. Let's go on a mission. And uh, and so I was kind of, I felt empowered. And so I was like, I don't even, I don't need you, Nona, Ren, Jonas. Get out of my way. I'm going to go solve this problem. Very video game alpha of you. Right? Alex is uh, super take charge. Our next task is to try and figure out um, how we are going to get back into the cave. Because the way we're going to save Clarissa and save the day is to get back into the cave. We need to find a way into the secret bunker, the bomb shelter, because the island is riddled with walkways and tunnels that connect that bunker to the cave. We need to confirm that that is actually the case, and we need to find a way to open the bunker. And we do that through viewing slides that Maggie Adler had that show her and Anna and some of the work that they have done on the research on the anomalies on the island already, and ultimately the key that we need, the knowledge that you can use a call-and-response radio system to actually open the bunker door. We finish that up, and now we have a chance to make another choice. We get to choose who we're going to have as our partner for this last section of the game, right? Nah, it's a fake-out. Jonas is coming with you. But you, you can insult him if you want to. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, man, what the heck? Yeah, because I chose somebody else because I'm like, I'm kind of sick of him now at this point. And yeah, it was Jonas yet again. No matter what you do, you're getting Jonas with you for this last portion. But you can try and get rid of him and choose someone else. But if you and if you do, it actually just ends up insulting Jonas and making him unhappy with you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Totally did. Yeah, because I was like, I think I I was going to go with uh, I think I said Nona again. Yeah, it makes sense. Spend time with Nona. She's actually pretty reasonable. Yeah, Nona's. Yeah, and she's one smart smart cookie. She figured out that whole triangulation receiver, non, whatever that was. Yeah, she was paying attention to the little clues that had been left around the island. She listened to a, uh, a radio broadcast because she found it interesting. She's smart, absolutely, and been useful to have her along. But no, we got Jonas. Yeah, it seems like both of the boys are useless. Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it was pretty funny when we were walking. And uh, Nona was trying to figure out the name of the fields. And she's like, if Fippany, if e Fippany. And I was like, it's Epiphany. Epiphany Fields, Nona. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm just, I was like, that's such a weird thing to put into the into the game. Uh, but I Maybe they were afraid funny. they were making her seem too smart. So they needed something to show that she was still just a kid. Maybe. Well, Jonas and Alex start walking on their path because they need to get to the woods all the way back into the woods, uh, and as we are walking towards the gate, Alex has a vision. This vision is of Ren drowning. And this was the same background that was in that initial cave scene that I was, where I said, it's underwater and there's something in there. It was all blacked out. I couldn't tell what it was. It turns out it was, it was Ren. It might have been Ren. Could have been the submarine. Could be a lot of things. Uh, but we see Ren drowning right now, and Alex is pretty well convinced that it's real. Even though, at this point, I think it's reasonable to take anything that the game is presenting to us with a great deal of suspicion. Our character believes that it's real, at least. That he might be in danger, or that he is... We, we need to do something about this, perhaps. But Jonas sort of talks us out of it. He says, mm-hmm. you know, you were possessed. You know, you've got that 
the spinning like a top and the red eye thing going on again, mumbling, saying something about sandwiches, I think is one of the lines in here. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, that ends up being mostly just a throwaway scene. More weirdness happening. I think one of the important things about that is that it is a sequence that shows, again, the importance of water as a theme in this and drowning as a theme is this. When we were speaking last time with Adam, he mentioned that he found the anomaly where the cars had ended up in the water and the four teenagers in the cars had drowned. And obviously, the officers Mm -hmm. on the submarine, the submarine is sunk and they drown. And here is Ren drowning. And a little bit of a spoiler, this is not the only time we're going to see Ren drowning. So something about this is important. Now, when Jonas was asking all those questions, did either of you make any effort to speak up and be like, I think there's something wrong with Ren. We need to go find Ren. Because uh, in my playthrough, I did not make any effort to rescue him or mention that I think he's in distress. I came clean about it. I'm like, wait, did I say if Ren's in trouble? I think I mentioned it. Like, I saw Ren drowning. And then the option was like, we should go save him. And I was like, no, we got to go do our thing. <laughs> very, very similar. I... I t- I told Jonas that I had seen this, that that was what happening. That was what was happening to me as he saw me spinning, but that I didn't particularly care because I, as the player, recognized that it was just the game and the island playing with me rather than anything that was necessarily real. Yeah. The odds of Alex suddenly developing psychic powers in the middle of this seemed incredibly low. So I was like, no, no, no. Let's just move on. If he's drowned, I'll deal with that later on. So from here on out, the, the game's ability to convince me that the characters who I see dying are actually dying seems to be a little faded. I thought perhaps that was because a lot of it from this point on is Ren, and I just didn't like Ren, so maybe it was just me. Maybe it still works for other people. <laughs> but not for you guys, it seems. Not in this case. Yeah, it could be. No. There's a chance for a really funny optional dialogue bit. Because the woods are approachable from two different directions, you can go the direction that Ren and Nona went, and you have to walk right past them. And if you do, Ren starts chatting at you. Yes, about, I totally did, did that. Did you get this plan wrong? Weren't you supposed to go to the woods? I thought we were. You were supposed to. <laughs> I t- <laughs> oh man, I totally did that too. I walked because I, I walked up to that thing. And I'm like, oh, this isn't the right way, so I backtracked and went the other way. And there was Ren. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, totally that exactly what you just said. First, Ren asks if you're taking the scenic route, and Jonas' response amuses the heck out of me, especially having played the game multiple times. Um, this is a sentiment that I think everyone will some- come to understand sooner or later as you play the game again and again. Everything's the scenic route. This game and this island are not built for quick traversal. Usually, roads are built to be close to the shortest path between two spaces, and with some allowances for natural things in the way. Not so much on Edward's Island. The paths wind consistently, and you can only get to places by going completely out of the way first. So it's a little bit awkward, and yeah, everything is the scenic route. And I got lost multiple times in this game. I don't know if you guys experienced that the first time around, but sadly, I've had to Google (laughs) oxen-free map to figure out where the heck I need to go. But while it was helpful for um, Adam and Freem, as they mentioned in previous episodes, I could not make heads or tails of that map. Um, it was not at all clear for me. So I definitely feel you there, Pitart. I was severely lost at points. Is there a way to bring the map back up? Because, like, 
you just see it that once. And then as I travel along, I'm like, I don't remember how which area connects to which one. So, is it the back yeah, one? I ended yeah. up Googling it because I didn't. Yeah, I think uh, you can definitely bring the map back and back up again. I yeah. think it is the back button, <laughs> well... but I don't remember. <laughs> but even if you could, it may not have helped Whoops, you. Whoops, that would have it been didn't helpful. Help me. Maybe, maybe it'll help you, but it didn't help me. <laughs> but this is a really good time if you wanted to. This section of the game right now is the best time to explore the island because you have access to all the parts of the island and you can go collect all the remaining anomalies that you have and all the remaining Adler letters that you can now collect that you couldn't collect earlier. So this is this is collectible pickup period in any playthrough where you're picking up collectibles. But in this case, you may or may not have because you may not know where they are or that they even exist. And you're really interested in getting on with the story. So as you were going through, how many collectibles did you guys end up picking up? Two. Uh, once you guys told me about the uh, little radio <laughs> rocks, I think I did like th three more, three of them, and I found one letter. Not, so not too many. That's it. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I found two rock piles and zero letters. So yeah, I, my note here is that you can easily kill an extra hour in this section just doing all that kind of collectible work or getting lost. But we're going to press on to the next story-related thing. Depending on which path you take, you can see this now or a little bit later on, but you're quite likely to come across yet another random chair sitting by the side of one of the paths. We had a chair by where Ren was on the Ren's loop, but now we have another chair, and this one looks like an old-fashioned chair, like something pulled out of their time period and being brought into ours. More of that dimensional split and crossover that shouldn't be happening. So pieces of random equipment are showing up in our world more and more regularly from theirs as they come and try and take us over in ours. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I just thought they were like, oh, it's just random crap around. I mean, I thought it was weird, but they didn't seem like anachronistic. You know, I was like, oh, okay, there's a couch, whatever. Yeah, I mean, the, the visual is it's a padded armchair. There's nothing necessarily surprising or unusual about that. You have those in our time period. The reason why it seems like it's from their time period is because Alex says that it looks like it's an old chair from their time period. Yeah. I... I just more related it back to, like you said, in Ren's loop, you know, you had that plane chair there, you come back, and now you have this other chair, and you're like, uh-oh, this is a sign. Something else is going to happen now. Yep. Another chair, but not on this screen. Nothing much happens on this screen. A little bit of chatter between Alex and Jonas, but until we get to the next screen, we don't have anything big happening. On the next screen, we're going to have another time loop, because the game can't have enough time loops. Nope. Nope, this was an interesting time loop. <laughs> yeah, this one took me a little while because I couldn't figure out where I was supposed to go initially. Uh, it wasn't as well signposted Same. as some of the earlier yes. ones. You have to go into the cabin where we found Ren initially, and as soon as we're into the cabin, Jonas is basically immediately possessed and starts chatting at us as the ghosts. And they offer us a deal. This was a great conversation. I really liked this. The ghosts want us to stop trying so hard to save Clarissa because, well, they've already won, but let's make it easier on everybody, and then they don't have to hurt us. They don't have to hurt Ren. They can just take Clarissa and ride off into the sunset on her because they're going to do that anyway, and we can just sort of be peaceable about it. Yeah. Um, I went ahead and said, deal. Go ahead. She's all yours. You took the deal. Totally. It's like, you're not going to slaughter my friends? Awesome. Take Clarissa. Look, she's already gone. I haven't seen her the whole game, so it doesn't bother me. Uh, I said that I was going to save everybody. I wasn't going to let the ghost take anyone. Because 
I mean, I just didn't want any more people dying on this island. Which is totally fair. Yeah, that was my selection as well. Uh, but taking the deal, it certainly has, sounds appealing. Uh, but even when you take the deal, the ghosts aren't particularly friendly about it. Uh, so how did that work out for you? Did, the, did they jump with joy because you took up on the deal? Or how did that go for you? Because you're still going to go and, and try to complete this plan. Yeah, I was super cynical about the whole thing. Like, Alex was just kind of a jerk. Like, it's like she was just getting tired of the whole thing. Like, listen, you already told me what your plan was. Um, sure, you take Clarissa, fine whatever i'm still gonna go do my thing like because in the back of my head and because even jonas then after this event he kind of confronts you about what happened and i and i mean i told him the truth i was like yeah i said i was gonna get clarissa i said i traded clarissa for my friends and he got he was like freaked out he took your guys' stance of what like no we we can't have all these people getting hurt and like even one person's too many and you know he's all and I was like you're just a liker you just you just want to hook up with her anyway so I don't care what you think and they didn't really give me the option and and, and when they did and I was like look I don't even believe them so it's not going to stop me because I I can't trust them they're freaking ghosts what are they they you know so yeah they can have clear so whatever I'm still going to do my thing maybe I can fix the whole thing uh, but when you click that option, you're like, well, I wasn't really going to do it. I'm like, oh, Alex, don't be such a coward. <laughs> you know, if you knew, if you had in writing and that, you know, a ghost contract and that if they broke this contract, they would get sucked up into Luigi's vacuum, like, th- you know, then I'd feel more comfortable about it. But I don't trust these ghosts, these dead people. Like, they're going to do whatever they want or whatever they can to stay alive, just like I'm going to do whatever I need to do to stay alive. But still in our time loop, we have another kind of weird vision flashback moment here where we see in the river is Ren. Um, (laughs) Ren was in a river? Yeah. In the middle of this flashback, Ren's in the river. Well, I I didn't even see this, like, underneath that bridge, right, where the gondola is? Under the bridge, yes. Yeah, I didn't even see him down there. I saw Nona standing on the one side, but I didn't see Ren anywhere for the first thing. And she's like, oh, Ren's dead. He's drowned or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I saw it in the vision. Like, I didn't even see what they're talking about. And so I was just like, yeah, no, no, no. He's, he's not really dead. Don't, don't worry about it, Nona. Just do your thing. It's fine. And then all of a sudden, he appears up on the rock, like crumpled on the rocks, dead. It's like, oh, wait. Well, I mean, now he's dead there, but I know that's not real either. And like, I'm just trying to talk Nona off the ledge. I actually jumped into the middle of the river on that rock in there. And I was kind of standing around like, it's fine. It's fine, guys. Just stop freaking out, okay? I need to get fixed out of this time loop so we can go <laughs> try to try to save our friends. Ren's not really dead. Yeah, first he drowned. Then he fell. Then he, Ren, just stopped. Ren just stopped. Yeah. And then the ghosts come back because, you know, you tell them, forget it, I know this isn't real, or you can make out the dialogue choices, but I think that's a pretty obvious one. And you're telling the ghosts off, this isn't real, stop playing games with us, let's do this. And they say, Just never say we didn't provide you. Which I call utter BS on, by the way, because they really never did. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> yeah, what I wrote in my notes that they conclude that they say, Alex, this time loop is of your own making. 
Like, you've done this. You know, they're pretty much saying she's the one who set it in motion and she's the one who's, you know, got the ball rolling on that and ultimately is the one controlling it with her radios. I had that conversation in the house. It was very similar conversation with Clarissa in the house where Clarissa's like, hey, you started the game. You tuned in with the, with the radio in the cave. What do you want me to do about it? But yeah, they didn't talk about the radios. That was my inference. But yeah, they definitely said this time loop is of Alex's making. They leave us and it's time to do the old magnetophone wind up again. Pull the pencil out, wind up the tape one more time on three more magnetophones. What's interesting about this one is most of the time when we're doing this in the time loops, we're by ourselves. In this time loop, Nona is here, and it seems like the real Nona, except that it's not because she's responding to Ren's death. Uh, and her response is really heartfelt. Uh, this death is getting to her in a way that it isn't getting to me. And again, maybe it's because I didn't like Ren, or maybe it's because I knew it wasn't real and Nona thinks it's real because she hasn't experienced this as many times as we have. But she's completely shaken by this. Yeah. And when we finish unwinding the time loop, she's gone again. So we unwound her. She's back with the real Ren in front of the bomb shelter. Yeah, I didn't even see Nona sitting there at first. Because I was like, I was trying to get to that other recorder. When you do those, do you have to do the timing of the circular pattern? Mm -hmm. Because like I, I just, every time I had them, I just went really fast and it worked. But I felt like these that, that didn't fly. Like, I needed to be a little bit more timing. They all require some timing. No, I had the same experience. Oh, okay. I experienced the same thing with this one frame, because before I just got up to him, whip my stick as fast as I could, and <laughs> <Yeah>. this... <laughs> but yeah, this one actually, you had to... I almost. It's almost like it was this clear music sequence It when you were at the right spot. Yeah, right, right. It sounded really normal, nice. Yeah, that's exactly Yeah, right. the, the music plays in sync when you uh, uh, do it at the correct speed and tempo. And it's always been possible to do it too fast or too slow. Um, maybe this one's more difficult because they are trying to introduce new challenges. First we had one, then we had two, then we had three. Now we have three again, but maybe it's the, the window for the speed you have to use has been narrowed. I, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, okay. But we get out of the time loop. We got Jonas back to us. He, uh, had, we talked to him about the deal or not. Uh, you told him about the deal, Freem. Totally did. Did, uh, did you tell him about the fact that the ghosts offered you a deal, Petart? I did tell him that they offered a deal. I did too. I think that's the right choice. Uh, just because the ghosts, even if they are you know, not successful in taking over our bodies, we don't want them to sow dissent between us and our friends. I mean, we're not going to get very far with Clarissa, probably, but the ghosts are offering us a deal and we don't tell Jonas and if we don't tell Ren and Nona about the offer of the deal and they find out about it from the ghosts during one of these flashbacks during this sequence, maybe they're shown a vision of us interacting with the ghosts. That could go very poorly for us, I think. Mm. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, good point. And they don't play by the rules. They're going to show the best version of the thing that they can mm -mm. to make themselves look good. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have to walk up the screen that we couldn't walk up to before because of the time loop and get to the new building 
unlock the door with the radio lock one more time, go inside, talk to Ren and Nona, who are blabbing on per usual, yeah. and send the signal and the door can open. That was a, a funny bit of dialogue, uh, them over the PA, like, just... Chatting away, having some, having a good time. It's like, like it, it felt, it, it really grounded the situation. Like it helped break the tension a little bit. Of like, okay, hey, you know, look, they're still, they're okay. You're okay. You're solving this. You're figuring some things out. Because I only imagine that once we get past this door, it things are not going to be as okay. It almost seemed like they were flirting over the speakers. Yes. Yeah. It's it's again uh, a couple weeks ago, Freem, you mentioned that. The story writing is doing a good job of building tension and then hitting us hard with a scene and then breaking that tension with some humor or mm-hmm. some entertaining things so that it's not this constant barrage. We get a chance to relax so they can build the tension back up, to ratchet it back up yep. and, and put us through the ringer again. Because if it's nonstop tension, then it just doesn't actually work as right. a narrative. You need to have ups and downs. And this is this is one of those moments where they give us a chance to relax. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We send the signal, it all works, we get the confirmation voice, and it's time to walk back to the bomb shelter. And we're almost done, but we have a few more things we have to cover first, because as we're walking back to the bomb shelter, we get another flashback. Michael and Alex are on the Edwards Island again, and it's as we transition from the, this scene to the next scene, uh, on the way back to the bomb shelter, and Jonas is saying, we made a mistake, and then it's Michael telling us, we made a mistake. It's basically the transition of stepbrother to brother about the time when we stole a car to go to a party that we weren't supposed to go to with our friend. This flashback is showing off some interesting dynamics of the relationship between Michael and Alex. They're, they have a close relationship. They are friendly. Uh, they love each other. You know, I have some daughters who are probably about the same age difference between Michael and Alex, and yet I can tell you that they don't act like Michael and Alex are acting right now. They they love each other, but they're not going to be like this right now. In five or six years, when they are uh, Michael and Alex's age, maybe they'll get to that point. But right now, they're fighting a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't get this way with my brother until I left for college. <laughs> so that that's when we got this relationship, is when I finally moved out of the house. You need to have some separation. If you're living under the same roof as somebody, it's real hard to get along with them sometimes. Absolutely. It was the same with my brother. When I left, we became a lot closer. I blame it on them, by the way. It, it's <laughs> oh, the other it's always their fault. <laughs> it's, it's the younger sibling's fault, for sure. <laughs> well, they came along later, right? So they ruined the thing. Exactly. So I think that it, Alex, in this flashback situation, is experiencing that differently because... Obviously, it's Alex from the island in this moment from the past, and so she has different memories than the Alex who was actually there. She doesn't have the memories of the Alex who was there, who was living with Michael at that point, and probably very much annoyed by his you know, normal habits that are frustrating to us as we live with each other. She's been separated from him for a year. She's been grieving him for a year. So that separation on her side makes a lot of sense. And she does miss him. Yeah, this was a nice little moment. I had uh, I, I enjoyed this, and... and kind of opened up to Michael and was just, you know, because I essentially knowing what was happening or what was going to happen, like, hey, like, you know, this is going to be our last time. I, 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 I love you. I, you know, that kind of stuff. Real, real cutesy. 
And in this conversation, Michael also responds to our conversation with him from the previous flashback, the one we had when we were walking to the Adler house. He has a response to our decision, our, our recommendation to him on how to handle the Clarissa situation. So uh, oh, my recollection right. is that, Freem, you told him yeah. to break up with Clarissa. And he so totally he did. Said, he did. He said, I thought it over, and it wasn't going to work out. So, yeah, we're done. And now what that means is that in addition to us being responsible in Clarissa's mind in your version for him drowning on this trip to the islands that we're experiencing, she also is going to blame us, if she knows about this, for causing the breakup. Yeah. So first he breaks up with her, and then we kill him. So she really doesn't like you, Freem. No. It's mutual. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm sacrificing her to ghosts. Of course it's, you know. What? Yeah, you're brutal it's, it's all to her. Here. <laughs> How did it go for you, Pizzart? I don't really remember him saying anything significant about her, but I did advise him to stick it out with her. And so, did he mention that, that he was, uh, or was it just because that was the status quo, there wasn't much to say? I believe it was that, the status quo. Okay. The, uh, this, this flashback ends as Michael's talking about his own options, his own pressures. The pressure of being a smart, uh, gifted athlete from this podunk town who is looking for a way out, and yet everyone else in the town looks up to him as the town's future. You know, he's got, he's got a bright future as the mayor of this city if he just stays here or something. But isn't there something better for him out there if he goes off to college rather than staying in the town? And he's not entirely sure what he's supposed to do. And he tells this story about their Uncle Pete, yeah, who did leave. And the, the bit of advice that Uncle Pete gave was that, you know, it wasn't a hard decision about whether or not to leave. The hard decision was about deciding what to bring and what to leave behind. And it's more meaningful than just the stuff, the physical stuff that he's bringing, but what parts of the town in his own self is he going to bring and what parts of the town and small town life is he going to leave behind. I thought that was very, very poetic as well, given the situation that they're in and everything that's been going on. I thought that was, it, it, it made sense. It was, again, very good writing. We wake up from our flashback. And once again, because we were in a flashback, Jonas tells us that we were out of it, possessed, red eyes, spinning around, whatever it was that we were doing, not great. So it's happening more frequently. Jonas is, is having his moments more frequently, and, it, and it's not comfortable for him. It's very clear that as the night wears on and becomes early morning and then later morning as we get closer to dawn, the ghosts are right. Their seeping in is becoming more and more permanent. So we've got to hurry up. We've got to get to the bunker and finish this. Fortunately, it's not too far away now because we wake up on the correct screen. All we got to do is walk around the bend, and there are Nona and Ren waiting for us. Which I totally went the wrong way, again. <laughs> <laughs> like, it even put ways. you on the path to go down. They're like, I, you are halfway down this path, and I was like, well, I better just go the other way then. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, that was stupid. As I said... Every way is the scenic route. Yeah. You can go both directions, and you just ha you have to double back either way. So Ren and Nona are talking. What are they talking about for you, Freem? Do you recall? Oh, yeah. Ren was trying to figure out uh, like some homework thing. Um, crap, what was it? Like a science project or something? Oh, I can't remember the details. I didn't write it down, but it was one of those, like, like you're worried about what's going to happen when you get back to the island? Like, we're not off this island yet. What do you get? Get your head out of your butt. We need to... 
<laughs> we need to get, you know, focus. Okay. How about you, Pitart? What were they talking about for you? Uh, mine was definitely not homework. Mine, they were going, well, don't, don't talk about it. I don't want you to talk about it. Well, I'm not going to tell anybody. Are you going to tell anybody? And it was just like a back and forth of that. Like, I'm not going to tell anybody. And then I had the option on Alex to pipe in with one of three things and I just chose. So what is it I'm, I'm not talking about or something like that? And what are you not supposed to talk about? What's the secret? Ren blurts it out. They're dating. Oh. Congratulations. You're going to get an achievement. What the hell? I didn't get that. You won't get an achievement. Because <laughs> <laughs> Freem is the destroyer of relationships in this game. I guess. It seems like it. <laughs> Man. So yeah, this is, this is when the game sort of tells you if you uh, succeeded along the path of matchmaking between Ren and Nona. Uh, if they're dating here, then you're going to get the made the Ren and Nona successfully date achievement at the end of the game, which is not too far away here. But it doesn't matter too much because you'll have a chance to get it on your next playthrough or the next one. Uh, yeah. And it's not that hard to do uh, if you're trying for it. So, so our pictures are going to be different then. Are they? Yeah, the, the pictures will be different because the, the relationship is, are they standing next to each other or apart from each other? And then the, the, the facial expressions are going to be very different as well. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll see a picture of this one later on, I think. Yeah, because in mine, uh, Nona and Ren are, like, cuddling and holding each other. Alex just looks annoyed or just, like, she really doesn't want to have the picture taken. And Jonas is like, hey, look at me. I'm suave and awesome. <laughs> and uh, before we go into the open bunker, after having had our conversation and having our picture taken against our will, perhaps, but we had to do it because Ren insisted... Uh, we have one last chance to interact with all three of the characters here. We can interact with Ren, we can interact with Nona, we can interact with Jonas, or we can interact with two or three of them, uh, our choice. We we go up to them and give them a hug or not. Uh, did you guys hug anybody? I hugged everybody. No, I everybody. ran straight into the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Nope, I went and hugged everyone. I was like, this has to be an achievement if I hug everybody. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no achievement for hugging everybody. <laughs> nope. And, and Peter, you ran straight into the bunker. I know that our, our contributor last week, uh, Carpe Adam 79 also ran straight into the bunker because we were talking about that, and he was very frustrated with himself for running straight into the bunker because he felt that he missed out on something like an achievement as well, like Cream was talking about. But no, you haven't missed anything. Uh, nope. it's, it's a sweet scene, but it's, it's really not all that significant. Oh, that, that makes me feel better because like, I was just hating on Frame for being the relationship destroyer, and he stops and hugs everybody, and I go yeah. straight into the bunker. <laughs> You got a mission to do, though. I understand it. <laughs> I want to save everybody. I, I when I like I hugged Ren and he was just you know he was kind of like, oh yeah hey thanks and then Nona was like oh okay we're doing this what <laughs> like she was she was weirded out by it and then Jonas was also kind of like uh, okay I don't know what's going on here so it was kind of interesting. Jonas's so, words you know, are because, I believe you know I'm coming right, with you right right because of the like how the playthrough was going it was like. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I was kind of a jerk. <laughs> the night is long. I'm super tired. I'm hangry. It, it's a, been a bad night for everybody. Let's get this yeah. done. <laughs> All right, and that is where we're going to leave it. You enter the bunker, and you're at the top of a long ladder into the bomb shelter. We're going to explore the bomb shelter next week, get to the finale of the game, which is not too far away. There's only half an hour or 45 minutes of gameplay left, 
uh, and that may be overselling it in a certain sense. There's not a lot left, but there's a lot of stuff we're going to have to talk about. So we're still going to have a lot of discussion next week, and we hope you can be a part of it. If you want to join us in our discussion, uh, we have a Discord server. The Discord server is discord.io slash ah101. If you want to be part of our conversation live, get in touch with me on the Discord or Tree Achievements. I'm Kronos. That's spelled very oddly. It's X-P-O-V-O-S. Uh, and let me know that you're interested so we can get you on board if we can for the last week's recording. And let us know your thoughts, your favorite fan theories about what's happened, why this is happening, and what's going to happen next. I would love to hear from everybody who's played what their experiences were. So get in touch with us if you want to. And regardless, if you've been part of this, I hope you've enjoyed the game so far and our conversation about it. Let us know what you think in the Discord or send me a message. And for everyone, especially to Freemhole and Ptart for joining me here tonight, thank you, and we'll see you next time. It's been fun. Bye.